0: Hey listeners uh, Ginger here. I just wanted to make a quick announcement and say a quick thank you With everybody's support, I was able to get affiliated with a company called King's Coast Coffee. King's Coast is a new york-based coffee shop and they produce their own or they roast their own beans and then They package them up and they ship them out to people all over the U.S. and Canada. You can also go into the Kings Coast shop and get your own cup of coffee. They've partnered with me as an affiliate. And if you go to Kings Coast Coffee's website and use code GINGER, you get 10% off your coffee order. They have everything from cold brews to espressos and regular coffee. It's delicious. People in the community over on my Twitch channel actively drink King's Coast and I've had King's Coast. I love it. And I'm going to be drinking King's Coast like crazy from here on out. So if you would do me a favor, there's going to be a link uh, in the description for King's Coast. It's my affiliate link, but also use code Ginger for 10% off your coffee order. Supporting King's Coast supports me and it really is Super cool, and I'm super excited for this. So get caffeinated, and thanks a bunch. Enjoy the episode. everyone and welcome back to the ginger talks podcast season three holy shit joining me as always can't shake this fella druid knowledge druid buddy so happy to be back how the fuck are you There
1: uh, we go it is uh, orgasmic to be back to put it mildly uh, <laughs> <laughs> orgasmic darling absolutely fantastic my loins are exploding like Vesuvius on Pompeii right now
0: Listen, I'm at the to thought of a, returning I'm trying to take a drink of coffee you're fucking killing me here yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well that's it I hope it's King's Roast coffee
0: it is in fact King's Coast coffee um,
1: I, I actually said the name wrong so I'm sorry to everyone King's Coast
0: <laughs> King's
1: think- Roast that's something very different That's the, if you look through my internet search history you'll find King's Roast <laughs> <laughs> but yes season three it feels like but a dream season two and here we're back i know it's... followers followers of that season i'll remember it was scorchingly hot uh during the whole kind of maybe last half of the episodes yeah um well we're recording a little bit earlier today and S- it's it's 12 o'clock your time 12 noon and it's 6 20 my time
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the sun is still fucking blaring, and I'll—I'll I'll have you know—I was in my car earlier listening to the radio, and the news came on, and they said um, we are experiencing a drought in the UK. Three out of four locations in the UK will be limiting drinking water.
2: Oh God! Due
1: to the extent of the drought, so in the spirit of not using tap water. Hydrating myself and being someone like approaching middle aged white guy who does a podcast, I know, uh breaking the mold there. Thanks, Mum. Uh <laughs> fucking I thought I'm gonna start season three the way any good season of a podcast or any good episode of a podcast should start, in fact. With a fucking white claw, here we go.
0: Oh shit. Yeah, fucking boy. drinking a white claw.
1: It's out there, yes.
0: Are you actually
1: <laughs> yep, I bought a White Claw, especially for the
2: occasion.
1: <laughs> 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 <sighs> Just let that drink in for a bit. Can't oh, What,
0: what flavour? Oh. Mango?
1: It's strawberry.
0: Strawberry? Oh, I love strawberry.
1: Oh my god, it's like... You know, this is what I'm saying, we're going through a drought. And we're not allowed to <laughs> fucking drink water. I mean, this is basically me hydrating myself right now. It
0: it is fizzy, spicy water. Spicy meaning alcoholic, very lightly alcoholic, fizzy water. That is all White Claw is. That's why I drink so much of it on the weekends because come yeah. the fuck on.
1: <laughs> Honestly, God. Um... Fuck! Here we go. Yeah, I've taken my first sip. Oh, I
0: love it.
1: Oh yeah Okay, that's oh. it. Uh, that's. Uh, I'm so <laughs> I'm so glad, so glad that went down well because I've been planning that all day since I went to the store. This one, <laughs> I love uh, this so much. I was just like, I was like, oh, and I heard the I heard the can opening through my headphones. I was like, here we go. It's fucking <laughs> success. Oh,
0: I love it. oh. Well, and, I, and
1: you know, I usually give so much away in the preamble before we start recording dude, and the whole no time. Idea. I was trying, I was trying to say, "Oh, I did not tell you, I've got a white claw right now."
0: The fucking blindsided <laughs> me in the best way possible.
1: Oh shit! <laughs> oh, that's
0: oh, fantastic. I love that. Yeah, I you're drinking a white claw, and yeah. I'm slugging down <laughs> coffee. Which yeah, uh,
1: it would be problematic if you had a white coat right now.
0: Well, it's afternoon <laughs> on a Saturday. I mean,
1: yeah, yeah. When you put it like that, when you put it like that,
0: I've been up for a few hours at least. That's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's basically water. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, so uh, you you mentioned the preamble. You were talking about your thin slice of melon, and yeah. Uh, I have actually. I think this time it's gonna stick. I'm gonna do my damnedest to make it stick. There's been a a change to my diet, and uh, oh my goodness. Uh, last week, or this last week or so, I've been eating on a healthier path. Uh, like, ah, oh, I'm hungry. Let me just cut up an entire cucumber and put a little bit of salt on it. And hello, lunch. Like, I'm eating fruit for breakfast. Like, I'm, I'm, listeners of the podcast will remember a point in time where my breakfast was an energy drink and a cigarette.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And look how far we've come. And, you know, I'm so proud of you. And. You know, it it feels like you're eating a sandworm from the movie Dune every time you eat this <laughs> salty cucumber.
0: Oh no, I fucking love just a a lightly salted slice of cucumber. Oh,
1: this is the so thin good. slice of melon of season three, by the way.
0: I I fucking hope lightly so. Salt.
1: This is what this is. You know, it, what made me Hannibal Lecter last time is the thin slice of melon, <laughs> and this time it's like you're my little salty cucumber in the morning, glorious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: well that's because like so for audio listeners of the podcast you guys know that I talk about myself being a larger woman I am a, f- a fairly tall woman and I'm a broad woman I also have thick thighs that save
1: lives oh my god girl
0: I, like my I <laughs> I am not a small in stature female. And I was talking to someone who's known me for years and years and years, over a decade at this point. And she's like, I've always been heavier than you. And I'm like, you started losing weight. I didn't. mm, 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 mm. Like I, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) and I thought back to, I'm getting ready to go on a trip in a couple weeks. And I went on the same trip last year. And I was thinking back to like I'm the same size that I was. I'm I'm admittedly healthier because I quit smoking. But like I'm like, so in this break in time of the podcast, I am drinking coffee, not energy drinks or pop. And yeah. I'm which, fucking by the way, your body
1: either. thanks you. My God. Yeah. Those things are just... Uh, I I believe I've said this before on the podcast. Uh, the, I think pop and energy drinks are the spawn of fucking Satan.
0: So, I...
1: And I... this is coming from a guy that just ate a whole Papa John's pizza earlier. And
2: just...
1: <laughs> <laughs> ran out of toilet paper to prove it. Um... <laughs>
0: Well, yeah. anyway, it is Papa John's. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: you know when it arrives, you're like, what have I
0: done? Right. Things will never be the same. <sighs> but it, I... Uh... So, like, the certain, like, powdered energy drinks, those tend to be healthier than, like, your monsters and Red Bulls. Because it's... They, <sighs> The majority of them use like better stuff, but it's still all fucking bad for you. I would rather drink a cup of coffee and pop a B12 and then fucking go about my day.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. And, you know, you might think these powdered energy drink fucking companies are on your side, guys listening at home. They are not. They're targeting you, the gamer. <laughs> mm-hmm. A demographic which, let's be honest, isn't known for having the greatest attention span. Are you sure... Uh maybe you should just do you know, if you can get that shit powdered, maybe as well you you should just get some cocaine.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: well
1: fuck it.
0: Here's the thing too, is uh so many of these fucking so I'm a. this is veering hard into a really weird area. But most energy drink companies, especially like gamer energy drinks, will claim like, oh, it also helps protect your eyes from the blue lights of your monitors and it makes your finger response yeah. faster.
1: Oh, oh my god. No. Like,
0: no bro, that's that's a crock of shit. You're trying to blow smoke up my ass and I'm sorry. I did not consent to that. Get the fuck out of here.
1: Yeah, also it'd be like people people will worry about a vaccine. I'll be more wary that there's fucking nanomachines in my gamer fuel. Kim right. uh, pre- coming in protected eyes protected. <laughs>
0: because well, here's here's the thing. I'm gonna just say it, I'm gonna get it out there. The blue light from your computer screens do not affect your skin. They barely have an effect on your eyes. They maybe make your eyes a little tired, but it doesn't really fucking affect you unless you have a true blue sensitivity and making your finger moves fingers move faster, that's called meth. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Which is probably better for you uh, than some of this shit, right?
0: Yeah.
1: uh, What was it I saw? They deify this shit now. Like, uh, by the way, this just sounds like the most disgusting concoction that I can think of. Uh, You know, these TikTok recipe videos where it's, like, filmed from above and it's, like, tasty. And I saw one today where they made pancakes out of, like, fucking guava monster energy drink. And I was thinking, like, who is the – if you are the market for this – Please write in and tell us, uh, where you dropped on your head as a child? And if you were, <laughs> I'm really sorry. But, um, fuck me, man. And did you drink pancakes?
0: Dude, I... It's I a hard oh, no. Yeah. I, and I will do, like, I have purchased and drank gamer energy drinks. And I've found ones that don't make me groggy. Or I actually don't feel like shit after they've worn off. Which is mm. great. But I also know that a cup of coffee or and like a couple of pieces of fruit in the morning and then water the rest of the day. I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> if I, And I sleep for more than five fucking hours in a night.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah but yeah trust me fucking hell a good but, night's sleep better for be your skin and eyes than anything that um, they're peddling to you right
0: yeah dude i and
1: coming from a guy drinking a white claw by the way listen, um take it with a pinch of salt
0: listen <laughs> you're just getting in with what all the white girls know
1: <laughs> i'm on spring break sue me <laughs>
0: I'm in South Padre on spring break We Wake up! Wake
2: Oh
0: fuck! But no, yeah. you—you're actually at time of recording. You're on summer vacay from work. I
1: am, yeah. Which is why we're recording now. Yes. Yo, because this availability—it—it it comes once in a blue moon, and it's good to seize. Seize the day. Get a bit carpe diem on that shit. Um, feel fresh as a daisy. <laughs>
0: yeah, I must say, I was,
1: which is in stark contrast to it. sometimes
0: <laughs> you'll hear
1: me at the end of those episodes. I am feel, I ain't looking too fresh. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. well, it's funny because we've been chatting off and on the last couple of weeks, and. Like, I, I woke up today, it, our, our conversations, like, dear, like at this point in the day, are always, you know, just like this, very chill, you know, we laugh, we joke, whatever, we get a little crazy, and then it's, it's whatever. I woke up at fucking 8.30 this morning, in a blind panic that it was 1pm, and you had been waiting <laughs> for me. Like, <laughs> my <Yeah>. head- <laughs> My lizard brain just freaked out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I've been there. I think that that happened to me the actual time I fell asleep uh, for (laughs) scheduled recording, so don't worry. At least you've not had to live that experience.
0: (laughs) Thank God. But, like...
1: And I I wanted to send out an apology to Adzi again for doing that. (laughs) Thank you for being so patient. She was a real champ.
0: Yeah, she she definitely is. I uh, well, but you also are have the innate ability to take a nap. Uh, I don't.
1: Uh, I, yeah, I don't. it's something I've had to learn. I won't lie to you. Uh, staying up and doing podcasts late into the night. Really helped uh, develop my napping skills. Now it gets to about 3pm and um, my body goes into shock thinking that I've been podcasting until 6 in the morning. <laughs> Every fucking day.
0: You realize the the little twinges of guilt that run through me for that, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, look, I knew what I was going into. Uh, I'm a big boy.
0: Yeah? <laughs> uh, dude, I'm so a big
1: boy.
0: You get this shit I, uh, so I'm getting ready to go on these trips to a little over two weeks off of work. And then I'm home for three weeks and then I've got four or five days out of town. I'm back for three or four and then I'm out of town for another three or four days. Holy shit. And I looked at my boss yesterday and I said, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to phrase it this specific way because my, my boss feels guilty for how much I work, but she also, and she also says she doesn't pay me enough. She, she, she sees, and she recognizes some of these things, which makes me feel validated. Uh, And I know the money will come eventually. Our hard work will pay off. I'm not worried about it, but I looked at her and I said, I don't want you to, to, I want you to think about this from someone who's been trained in a nine to five every day for years. I feel guilty with all of the time I'm getting ready to take. And she goes, right. why? And I said, because it is multiple weeks spread out over two months. And we're in our busiest season. And I get that I'm working. So I'm working for four days in the middle of the two week stretch. So like, I'm, I'm doing a few days of work there. But, like, I was like, I feel guilty taking time off. And she goes, Don't. And I said, So, what I need you to do is if you really want me to hands off completely, if I check in with you about something work related, yell at me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't fucking I.
0: Don't, don't let me fucking do it.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking I. <aye. laughs>
0: And she's just like, yeah, absolutely. And I was like, because I will check the email. I will check on this random thing. I will answer this phone call. <laughs> she's just like, yeah. no, don't. <laughs> <was> like, ah. <laughs>
1: yeah, and that's just a shock. To, because when you're a fucking average Joe, um, working outside of the creative industries, so you do not get that freedom. No. Because... You know and this is this is the thing you know with everybody is that we are conditioned to take this shit like as gospel all the time yeah. that, that that the The little things at work amount to you know herculean tasks that we must complete constantly right and you know i someone that hasn't been able to full time in a more creative space. Yo, I'm still not there. So But God damn, there's something that that every line of work can take from that ethos, right? Because like, look, fuck girl, you've been conditioned that way, right? We've yeah. been conditioned to think, and yo, I don't care how fun as fuck your job is. If this podcast became our job, it would still be a fucking job. I love doing it. Right. But it would still be a job. Um and fuck. You know, learn to love yourself outside of your work as well. Yeah. Then your work will be more fulfilling and better when you actually sit down to go and do it because you'll be more whole as a person. Right. Yeah.
0: Like I so at time of recording, later today, I'm starting my two year anniversary celebration on Twitch. And (laughs) like it's it's it been a long fucking two years, uh, but it also feels like no time at all. But I'm finishing up certain things. I have a few little loose ends I need to tie up after recording. But I... It's 2.20 it's in the morning. I've watched some meme videos to relax myself and calm down and wind down for the night. Why did I turn and look at a stack of papers for work that needed sorted real quick? And why did I fucking sort them? <laughs>
1: right. Yeah.
0: Like, okay. I hear that. It's it's just like that inane part of my brain the the part of my brain that's just like, hey, just do it. Get it done and over with. Yo, but I wish <laughs>
1: I had a little bit more of that, right? Because like, fuck, like, I'm always marking every single paper turned in in one of my classes like the day before that it's due it's due in and i i I go i i tell all my students i go i tell them that's not how you should work right (laughs) right and i'm like who are you to fucking say that first of all but like second i'm also like maybe i'm the most um you know Maybe it should be me saying that, because I know the horrors of not keeping on top of your shit all the time.
0: Yeah. it. Like, I don't know how... Like, I don't understand how I'm just kind of like, Ah, yes, it's three in the morning, you're finally settling down, and you're going to do about 16 more work-related things. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, come on, you know, we're talking about having a healthy balance here That's not having a work ethic, that's Uh, building the fucking pyramids of Gazer in the middle of the night You can't do that
0: No, and I, I was like, but for my, like, in my brain, I was like, this is the one last thing you're gonna do And then you're gonna slide into bed, and you're gonna put on a dumb video And you're gonna pass the fuck out, and that's exactly what happened That was... One of my easiest times falling asleep, and I don't know how long, but I like, love this video. every so work has been kind of crazy. My boss is back from Sweden, and we're we've done all this work, and now we're in this just like waiting period. But what that means is if I don't have like if she doesn't have something immediately for me to do. I can hands off and fuck around, yes. <laughs> I've been yes. so hard that I can spend a day like chatting and hanging out and playing video games while watching uh Roy Malloy play Farm Sim on Twitch. Oh,
1: friend of the podcast, Roy Malloy, everybody, yeah, uh,
0: and just like chat and shoot the shit with his chat or finally hang out in some of my favorite daytime streamer streams and if an email pops through i can quick answer and then go back to whatever the fuck i was doing i'm so yeah. fucking ready and excited for that and we're about to move all of my work related things out of my apartment we got a storage space finally
1: Look at this. This is the sound. By the way, people listening at home, this is the sound of personal growth. And if you are not inspired right now, because I sure as fuck am, maybe that's the white clock talking. I don't know. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, still going strong. Um, uh, I'm so happy for (laughs) you. Oh my God. Oh my God, Uh, bitch. Where you go, you gotta get working, girl. But now that kind of work,
2: you know <laughs> what I mean?
0: But, like, if people who've listened to the podcast for the full calendar year that we've been doing this.
1: Yes. Well, we've not addressed <laughs> that. You know, soft scoop here. We've been doing this for a year.
0: Yeah. Wow. It. We have been doing this for a year, and the number of changes that have happened in both of our lives in that year. Yeah. Like, we've got over 30 episodes out. And like, we now have a Patreon, we have merch, we're doing all sorts of crazy shit and I am so I've moved jobs, I've moved house, I've traveled
1: <laughs> mm.
0: you have moved jobs, you are
1: moved jobs twice
0: yeah, you are in yeah. the process of buying a house you've traveled like we've Fucking and did it?
1: Did it? Did it amount to any personal growth?
0: <laughs> uh, I would say so. <laughs> I would you're say so. Not, I hope
1: so. You're I would just hope not so. Uh,
0: talking about it as much.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'll let the I'll let people infer from my manner.
0: Mm. It's personal growth. You're drinking a white claw. Let's go.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, your personal
2: growth.
0: Let's go. Grow! <laughs> Come on, fuck, go on but yeah only 95 fucking calories man uh
1: uh-huh and i got a big fight coming on so i better drink about 50 of (laughs) these no i'm a lover not fire what am i talking about
0: i was gonna say that's (laughs) that's more of me drunkenly saying only 95 calories i can drink about 15 more oh my god you're so right (laughs) Uh,
1: this is the ginger talks podcast sponsored by white claw
0: (laughs) wow (laughs) if any brand would ever actually sponsor us it needs to be an alcohol brand
1: (laughs) uh yeah I think I said in the first episode come on
0: yeah.
1: If if you produce red wine my in, my business email is open. hmm When I make one. <laughs> Reach out <laughs> through
0: me and I'll forward it on.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Druidknowledge.info
0: <laughs> But no, man, I, I can't believe it's been a year. Like, the...
2: Yeah. It's
0: the people, like, all of our different guests, all of the antics we've pulled all the jokes dude i'm still getting jokes different jokes from uh the episode that my brother was on i That's can't fantastic. i can't look at a dishwasher without thinking of you
1: <laughs> <laughs> An
0: alt kitty like i, I can't like,
1: oh my god yeah well that was synergy man
0: oh my god i mean
1: glad to god
0: so it, it runs like, in the
1: family?
0: It does. You know, and I, I look at it's so funny. Uh I look at art and graffiti and stuff now in a slightly different way.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's all but, kinds of things. I certainly look at streaming in a different way. Really? Yeah, what kind of?
0: I was gonna say. Are are you sure? Are you?
1: Are um, you sure <laughs> Maybe a yeah, because I've been well. Let's be honest, I've been forced to,
0: <laughs> to
1: to come to grips with it a lot more.
0: Oh no, you volunteered, sir. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you know what I mean. You know what I, I, I know. mean. I know. <laughs> Yo, and no one's like, uh, you know, peeling my eyelids back and my ear holes out. <laughs> Maybe they are. Maybe that's what I'm doing to myself.
0: Oh God, that's a. An image I didn't need in my head. Thanks. At the end of
1: <laughs> yeah, have you seen the clockwork orange at the end? He's got
0: Oh God. I, mm.
1: Yeah. No, it's not happening. That's fine. <laughs> um <laughs> No. But I do feel um ask me when I do my stream myself.
0: Uh-huh. It's
1: I'm, I imagine I'll look at it differently. And yeah. I came on and I see I see you guys out there. You were calling for it when i came on the stream uh, mm-hmm. last week yeah it's coming
0: yep i uh well and it's it's funny because i realized so there's a a handful of uh british dead by daylight players that i i enjoy i think they're funny i realized that one of them Is 20 years old. Fantastic. And I. Didn't realize that he had done. Like a face reveal and stuff. But he started streaming. In his first year of college. And he was making. YouTube videos and doing all this stuff. And he is now. I think he's he's one of the top. Dead by Daylight players. And I may or may not have. uh, Borrowed a bit from him. Uh, But. All, I give all credit to him. He's, but he's fucking hilarious, and I expected him to be older, and I did not expect that voice to come out of that face because I saw right. his face reveal, and I was like, "There's a good chance, like this could have been one of those kids that attended a school that you could have taught at." Like the, the the thought in my brain is like, uh, "He's yeah, just a normal yeah. fucking kid."
1: Yo, I could have taught him at college, what you know?
0: Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. like, and then his best friend, who sounds younger, or at, at least one of his best friends as far as streaming goes, that he he plays a lot of Dead by Daylight with him, they fucking, he sounds young. The other one doesn't sound as young. But I'm sitting here as a 30-year-old woman just like, God damn, y'all young kids and your young kid shit, that's it, I'm out of here, fuck it, I'm leaving
1: <laughs> Yeah, welcome back to the existential crisis uh, A yeah. couple of 30 year old adults
0: Like, which, uh, congrats by the way, making it to 30, I'm proud of you
1: Let's see how okay. long I stay, 30, hopefully for the whole year
0: I was gonna say, hopefully just a year
1: <laughs> <sighs> Oh, this God. Thirty-year-old man. This, you know, but this is it. This is why we're podcasters. We're in our thirties.
0: I know. Um,
1: this is just what you do. You give up on your dreams and you <laughs> make your new dream podcasting. <laughs>
0: Are you a? Uh... Uh, content creator, did you reach the age of thirty? Do you have a podcast yet? No, we'll get your podcast starter kit now.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I uh, fucking hell, and, you know, I, I coming to the realization uh, that you know before this you couldn't have called me a content creator, and now I am invariably. Uh uh-huh. huh. Well, that's it. That sits weird. That plays strange for me.
0: <laughs> well, but also it. If you broad umbrella the term content creator, I consider music content.
1: Yeah, yeah, but the, you know I've but said yeah. it, I've said it so many times is that media is now pivoting or has pivoted. Let's be honest, into everything being content. Mm-hmm. And it when I was full force making music all the time, touring, doing all that stuff. We didn't, the word content was just not thrown around at all. Right. So I never saw myself that way. And I was like, oh, they're content creators. And now I'm like, I'm definitely a content creator now, but fucking podcast. I'm like, "How hey, typical.
0: <laughs> it's, it's <crazy. laughs> like, I don't, um, for me, like, yeah, I'm a content creator. It, and it, people ask me all the time. Well, what do you do? It's difficult to explain my day job. It's yeah. also, it's gauging someone's reaction to, I'm also a content creator. I'm a streamer. I make YouTube videos. I have a podcast. I don't ever want someone's first, someone who I might potentially be romantically interested in. I don't want their first impression of me to be the podcast.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That. Well. That makes total sense.
0: And it's not for the reasons that everybody assumes. It's literally because I don't want them to assume that the only thing about me is the like that you can encapsulate my entire you know emotions, persona, energy, uh, and. Like all of it, based off of the podcast, because I am a more complex human. Mm. Uh, like
1: me, me on the land. No, uh, <laughs> so sorry, everyone.
0: Well, like um, um, geese the code. I don't need geese anybody to think that Geese Witherspoon is how I am one hundred percent of the time. Because you know,
1: you, that, okay,
0: very far from it.
1: <laughs> you see. You know, it's a mirror. When there's an aspect of performance, but it's such a muted level of performance. There's more of, and and I guess this is like what I would define content as being different to media. Mm-hmm. Is that content you give more of yourself more explicitly within content, where media it's a more subtle trade-off, right? Because you wouldn't be able to hear us speak for this long on so many different things and not get some insight to how we think about the world, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if I write a song, it might be to me a song that's very, uh, that gives a lot away about what I think about something. And I think it's important that you do that. But then there's always this thing where it's open to interpretation. I feel there's less, inter- if you wanted to define the line, there's less interpretation involved in in content than there is media right despite the fact that things are becoming the same thing and that is the you know we spoke about f- the philosophers in season 2 we spoke about roland and mm-hmm. how he separates the art from the artist and the two shall never meet but that is a line that becomes I- increasingly smaller as every facet of your life has to be shared if you if you're a musician though you can't just be a musician that has to be it has to be more didactic. There has to be more of yourself given to the, the work outside of the work, thus making it harder to extrapolate that difference. Now, do I want everyone here to think the totality of my experience on this planet can be deciphered within the tomes of this podcast? No, but the sad <laughs> truth is there's probably more there of me than, right. you know, Then, 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 then I realise, and there's, it's, but, but, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing, right? I wouldn't show, you know, I wouldn't show a first date, the podcast. I wouldn't show people that have known me for a long time. There has to be this sweet spot, right? Mm
0: Hmm. Well, and so, like for me, I have been on this podcast in all. States and conditions mentally, emotionally, physically. I mean,
2: mm-hmm.
0: like, I've been orbiting Mars, per se. I've been, uh, <laughs> I've been a little drunk. I've been uh, elated with joy, and I've also been grieving my eyes out. And, like, this is, if you, oh, and we know. I know, personally, many of you who have listened to this podcast, top to bottom, and y'all know (laughs) that I don't go into many things unfiltered, 100% unfiltered. Yeah. And this is one of those things that I found that I'm just like, hmm, I'm gonna go kind of unfiltered, and I might get uh, canceled for this, but fuck it, here goes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, look, if anyone's getting cancelled from this thing, it's this guy. (laughs) And not that I've said anything or think anything worth cancelling over. uh, I like to think of myself as an ally. Oh, my God. I wish I I I was a little bit more filtered. I'll say that. But sometimes vulgarity is the joke. Vulgarity is is, that's my guys, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's my that's my armor. Yeah, that's what I've come to. That's what I've come to learn through doing this podcast. I've come to learn that the way when when I am in full vulgar mode, that is that's my parry. That's my social parry.
0: Yeah. It, yeah, I think it all depends on what kind of mood I'm in.
1: Uh, yeah, that that much is true. Um, and it depends on the guest. So yeah. much depends on when we have a guest on. So much depends on like the energy they bring to it. Right. I think we leech off that yes. because I, I guess what you would, you know, if the pH scale of how we interact with people. The episodes, <laughs> the episodes, <laughs> the episodes of just you and I are the new uh, the pH seven. They're the fucking neutral. Yeah, this is the neutral tone. And then we have someone like Puma on, and we're like pH one. We're a bit we're a bit acidic, right? And then we have Jack Solomon Smith on. We're pH fourteen. We're alkaline, baby,
0: right? Well, and it's the the way I do it, and it's the same way that uh, I was taught how to do sales. You match the energy of the other people. Oh yeah, and. It's so funny watching my boss and entertainer who's used to, you know, oh, I have to be on and cranking that bitch to 11. And if someone's not into it, she just walks away. And, <laughs> like, oh, no. she watched me selling in person and she was so surprised at how quickly I was, like, flipping the switch and, like, <laughs> matching yeah. energies and and matching, like, you know, oh, do you speak really proper? Cool. I'm going to speak as proper as I can to match you. Oh, you're like <laughs> chill as fuck. Yeah, what up, dude? How's it going? Yeah, so let me show you what we got over here. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm one step away from going full sheesh. And
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We've got, ladies and gentlemen, the stream chameleon.
0: Yeah, but like, it's, and I think we can match the energy of our guest. And that I think is what makes it just so, so fun. Yes, we can get super chaotic or we can just be chill as fuck and, like, just sitting around and waxing philosophical. And I love that. Yeah. It, it makes yeah, all yeah. the other you bullshit can... so much easier. <sighs> Tell me about it. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna hard switch gears on us because this keeps popping into my brain. So, as of last night, have you heard of a of a fella? And I'm gonna get kind of controversial here or bring up a controversial figure. Um, Have you heard of this dude, Andrew Tate?
1: Andrew Tate. No, the name rings a bell, but we might need to explain him a little bit further.
0: So, Andrew Tate is this former kickboxer
2: who oh, on yeah yeah Big yeah, Brother okay.
0: and Survivor and stuff, and he actually got evicted from the Big Brother house because either it came to light or he did it in the Big Brother house, but uh, it came to light that he choked and, like, beat a girlfriend.
1: Yes, yeah. Uh, as soon as you started that, yes, I've seen this in the news, in fact.
0: Yeah, so he uh, he left the states to escape, like, sexual assault charges, um, and he fled to the UK, and then fled to Romania. <laughs> he had to flee multiple countries for this bullshit. But I'm celebrating, because he's officially banned off of Facebook, Twitter... Instagram and I believe TikTok.
1: Yes. Yeah. I th- I believe he's actually back on Instagram. And you
0: <sighs> He got Forgive no... me a <laughs> moment. Oh, hello. Hello.
1: Yeah, I thought I lost you there Oh no Okay, what did you say?
0: Uh, No, he's been banned Like, within the last day He was banned off of Facebook and Instagram Good And TikTok And, like, he's being banned off of everything But he sells this fucking MLM Called, uh Uh, Hustlers University (laughs)
1: Oh my god. And it's
0: so fucking like it's so bad but I'm sitting here just fucking laughing because this dude is such a piece of shit and he's finally getting his comeuppance and it's just so so good to see it all falling apart around him.
1: It was fantastic, yeah. Yeah, uh... Fucking, do you know what you do with a piece of shit that's on the floor? You pick up that black doggy bag and you pick it up and then you throw it in the trash, man. Mm-hmm. We're humanity, baby. We gotta pick up after our trash, okay?
0: Right. Apparently he wants to fight Jake Paul.
1: Like, uh, boxing. Can, can we just say, let him, and let's make it to the death
0: Dude, absolutely.
1: <laughs> fucking hell. Let's what? make it to the fucking death. I don't mean that, by the way. Don't sue me, anyone. I don't
0: know. I just, because for me. I
1: took it to what LM, MLM was. Um, oh. Just-
0: so, uh, for, for those listeners who don't know what an MLM is, MLMs are multi level marketing companies. So, you sign up you pay to get your starter kit with a company that's supposed to give you, like you're supposed to be able to make a lot of money by selling ship products and but the real way that you're making money is by recruiting people underneath you and so when they sell ship products you make money on them being recruited and right. the products they sell and so there's one person at the top of the pyramid who yeah it's makes pyramid. All the money. yeah
1: okay it's pyramid scheme yeah
0: exactly okay.
1: But could have told, yeah. I could have hazarded a fucking guess at that. Dude. Hustlers, and then and then I actually, if you get fucked by something called Hustlers University, you had it coming,
0: dude. You wanna know what uh, Hustlers University gives you?
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Get this shit. Hustlers University gives you access to a Discord server. Awesome. That tells you how to make Money And how to make money is recruiting Other people To
1: Hustlers University Are you fucking kidding me
0: Get rich quick schemes And
1: Jesus (laughs) Christ
0: Like
1: Oh no And there's me thinking Hustlers University was Mike Wazowski's Second choice if he didn't make it into monsters Right (laughs) <laughs> Fuck me. Jesus. Um yo, if you are getting involved in that, you you had it coming.
0: Dude, it's so bad. Like it's you had 50. It it's 50 bucks a month or 36. What? It's 36 bucks uh uh GBP. What? A, a month?
1: What month. yo, you deserve it, man. If you if you paid that, you'd fucking deserve it.
0: It's so
1: uh, bad. I, I can't believe I can't believe I'm getting scammed by this thing, uh this MLM. <laughs> and it's like, what's it called, dude? That's fucking shifty anyways it's like Hustlers University.
0: It's so He's like, fuck
1: me. Uh, uh, uh,
0: he believes Oh, no. He it's believes like, that depression isn't real and that women have no value and all this shit. And I'm just like, oh, honey, no. Honey, no. You're- yeah. D- um,
1: <sighs> fucking hell. Dep- I mean, women have no value because they aren't commodities to be bought and sold.
0: Boom.
1: Oh, there you go. Nobody has any value.
0: It just... It- it fucking no, no, no. I'm striking that from the
1: record because s- <laughs> it's so easy to cut out me. The same women have no funny. Um, <laughs> all right, but it's it's just <laughs> I'm looking at lava monster there to, right. to, to derail my whole career. Um, no, carry it, on, please. Dude, it it makes money. me
0: so happy to see him getting deplatformed, and I very, very, very rarely am I, am I like deplatformed this son of a bitch. I'm like, yes, yes. Like, it's that same part of me that gets the the sick, happy feeling for watching someone get fucking banned out of a Twitch chat who deserves it.
1: Right. And yeah, it makes me so happy. Um, yeah, I mean, fuck me. I mean, come on. Um And also, can I just say a little aside for everyone out there? Are we still, as a society, are we still fucking shocked when these MMA fighters are, are fucking arseholes?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They, oh, what, they just, nine out of ten times they are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but... um, What... <sighs> They should have tape on their mouths, man.
0: Yeah. Do, it, they are... Oh,
1: they're the worst. Honest to God.
0: Yeah. It's... For me, it's... Like... You are someone who... uh, Like... If your entire career revolves around and hinges on beating the shit out of other people... Chances are, you're a piece of shit because you're beating the shit yeah. out of people in and out of the ring. Now i I mean, uh, yo, this wrong, is probably the but...
1: this this is the one thing I think we've ever said that might be getting a couple of people's backs up right now because people do love the sport, right? Which, but like, yo, which is fine, but th- you know, you can't have you, you can't have it both ways because you. They're so routinely... The people involved in this shit are so routinely pieces of shit. It's so bizarre.
0: Now, and this... I will be clear. I do know people who box professionally. I do know people that do that. I do know people that they box for a hobby. They do mixed martial arts for hobbies. Things like that. I I fully know this. I understand this. I get this. I'm talking about people who have roided themselves to oblivion i'm talking about people who just smoke drink and fuck their way through their fights
1: yeah 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 we're talking about a specific kind of but they're always and you know what they're 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 the like audible min- minority yeah. right okay i understand that but like You'll dude, if you've got like a cobra tattooed across your whole body from your neck to your <laughs> ankles, you're probably a dickhead.
0: Yeah. Like I just there's there's a certain level and a certain threshold of of fuckheadery that I'm just like, nah. Because like my roommate, I love my roommate so much. And she boxed for years. Now she never did it. Uh, she never really boxed a lot outside of, like, like actually, like, hitting people outside of, like, sparring and stuff, I think. And I don't even think she really did a whole lot of that. So, like, I fully know that I could catch even some shit from her. But I'm speaking on your Tate's. Your, I think, uh, hot take. I think uh, Jake Paul is a giant piece of shit. And it's I love that He's signing up. I think Jake just signed up for uh, was it WWE?
1: I think that wasn't a Logan. Logan signed up for Logan. Okay, yeah.
0: So Logan signed up for WWE, which I think is right up Logan's alley. Um.
1: I've heard report like he has wrestled. I've heard pe- people I know that are mad into wrestling said that he was actually really real good.
0: That's when so he hit the ring. I can see that because there's a fair amount of acting that goes into WWE, and Logan Paul used to be on the fucking Disney Channel. Yeah, like.
1: I... <laughs> a fair amount of acting did uh, Sorry, sorry, Jabroni. I've got something to say. Well, yeah. you, you think this is fake, Jabroni? <laughs> does this look, like, you know, Shane like bleeding? Are you, does this look fake to you, bro? I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm what's out. Right. You sound like a Joycough that's not uh, had his head hit off the canvas. And right. I was like, well, dude, you sound like someone that has had their head hit off the canvas every fucking day for the last year.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: look, 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 I yo, I used to like wrestling.
0: I, I did too, and like I know grown ass adults who still love it, enjoy it. Like, I'm not knocking any of it because you like what you like. I watch you know shows that people would consider really dumb and really stupid,
1: but I yeah. love them. But- yeah, which uh, I said it before, the MCU is the same as WWE. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: The storylines are the same at this point. Everyone, like, muddling in with each other, and then you've got the Royal Rumble at the end where everyone fucks about. That's the that's the Avengers. <laughs> it's, it's And, you know, there's the soap opera dramatics that happen in the middle, like when Captain America's, like, banging the, the Hulk's woman or something, and he's like, you can't believe you do that to me, Steve. I'm going to get angry. Oh. Uh, um,
0: <laughs> I like. It's crazy to me that the Paul brothers are doing what they're doing, because these are yeah two dudes who went to a, a pretty nice school in an area within a couple of hours of where I grew up. Yeah, right. And. Their dad is fucking weird. Their mom, she just drinks the Kool Aid, but she's being a mom. Whatever. Do do you, girl? But like, <laughs> Jake Paul looks fucking goofy as shit now.
1: Yeah, and no serious fight promoter thinks that he has what it takes to be any kind of like champion of anything.
0: Uh, yeah. Like, Yo,
1: you can go into the ring with as many YouTubers and win as you fucking like.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yo, I'll go into the ring with him, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, no. Dude. Um, before you make that your new, like,
0: fucking... <laughs> World set
1: Let's get through
0: it to the, uh, the <laughs> aftergum. Like, because here's my thing. I, I have a an image of Jake Paul that I've just opened up for myself. And he's got a fucking like his tattoos. Have you ever looked at all of the goofy ass tattoos that Jake Paul has?
1: Yeah. He kind of rivals. You remember when we looked at Ed Sheeran's?
0: Yes.
1: It's that same energy of like, what the fuck
0: bro? Dude, he's got a a grenade. That's actually a heart with a hand holding it tattooed on his chest he's got a fucking globe with a keyhole and a and like a skull and a snake wrapped around it up on his shoulder he's got like a human skull with like a squid coming out of it like i don't like conor mcgregor's tattoos jake paul's are fucking worse
1: (laughs) you know you could you could diagnose adhd just looking at his fucking tattoos right
0: yeah, and I dude. don't mean
1: that in a derogatory way um, I think of Jake Paul this way Jake Paul is the kind of guy that Before a press conference would take a, a sharpie, a black sharpie And black out one of his teeth To look, like, tougher Yes You know what I mean? You could almost see him like I'm gonna do this bow
0: He's he's fucking got A skeleton hand Giving the middle finger uh, like Oh, yeah. On on yep. his stomach, like just below his pecs, and that's some like a girl who fucking you know is getting her first tattoo, so she gets it on her chest. Vibes.
1: Oh fuck! You know, he, you know those. He's a walking version of one of those shirts. You know, you know those shirts that you get at like. I want to say that you used to get them at like Hot Topic or like market stalls or head shops uh, where the the shirt is just like a giant Grim Reaper made out of chrome and he looks like he's playing Ozfest. Yes. He's like a walking version of that.
0: Yes. Dude, I, like, I can't.
1: Yo, and can I just say that Woodstock 99 documentary came out on Netflix, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, is fantastic. These guys are the fucking walking uh, arbiters of that for today, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, I forgot he got fucking head tattoos. No. Uh,
1: what is he? What's he rocking on his head?
0: He's got a fucking like tiger going around his left ear, with what looks like maybe some kanji underneath it. He's got a tattoo Greg. on the back of his neck. Like, bro, why? It's so bad.
1: Oh, dude, I'm just looking at this shit now. I like, urge anyone that to look at this. My God.
0: I am, like, I love tattoos, and I'm all for expressing yourself. I'm all for, like, I, I, I'm i all for doing what you want to do with your body. But, yeah, like, he Yo. looks like he stepped out of the fucking 90s.
1: No, no. Can I just say I've like I've just got a picture of him up now, and he's wearing like a goofy snapback hat backwards, which is like hardly on his head, and about like six chains.
0: Oh, uh, yep.
1: A ridiculous orange watch, and the worst tattoos I've ever seen. You know when the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty came out and they brought out like Tekken Five, uh huh, and you started being able to play online and you could customize your own character, uh huh. He looks like that. He looks like like someone's done that. He looks like someone's like online mode version of someone that actually exists, but like it's like like Mister Mister PP Seven Nine Seven, right? As like poor Phoenix.
0: (laughs) I just I can't like he's got one that's literally problem child. I'm sorry, your brother is the problem child. You're just a fucking chaotic weirdo.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, you know, it's just like, you know, imagine kids that are born in this the year of our lord 2022. Ugh. You know how we're like we're like okay in tattoos now, and this is like the extreme of this is when people start getting shit tattoos. Yeah. Um kids that are born like today are going to grow up... 20 years' time, you're going to look goofy as fuck with that shit. To them. They're going to be like... Tattoos are going to be off the menu again. And that's because their dad looks like a fucking Where's Waldo book that's been scribbled on.
0: Right. Well, and like... Okay. So, I've talked about him, I think, before in his tattoos. Post Malone. He is... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One of few people that I will like he's got too many face tattoos too many head tattoos i'm i'm not a a huge fan of the entire fucking face and <laughs> being covered yeah, in tattoos
1: yeah yeah me neither but do you know he seems like a nice guy
0: he is so i've watched some of his live streams cuz he streams for charity on twitch all the time front page yeah. top banner uh, is is Posty raising money for for charity, and I yeah. fucking love that. He seems like the most genuine, sweet dude, and he genuinely gives yeah. a shit about his fans. Like,
1: can I just say as well? Are uh, you familiar with Roald Dahl, right? The yeah. writer. Uh, yeah. He wrote a book called uh, Was it The Twits. And in the twits, Roald Dahl says, uh, there's a bit in that book because they're like super like hideous to look at and they're the horrible people. And there's a section in that book. And this is, I think, this illustrates the point you were about to make about post Malone. Is that he says that if you think ugly thoughts inside your head and, and are a bad person inside, then you will look terrible, regardless of like your structure, what you've got going on, and what you look like, you will look ugly to people, right?
2: Yeah,
1: and he's and he said, no matter if you're overweight, got creases in your skin, grey hair, you know, all these things. If you're a good person, you look good, no matter yeah. what. And my girlfriend always says this to me, uh, like about she says my ex girlfriends uh, exude that energy, and that's yeah. fair enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, but the, there is a truth to that, I think. Yeah, because I look at Post Malone, I don't. Know, he looks ridiculous. Oh. He knows he looks ridiculous, but he's a. I feel like he's a good person, and that radiates out, and it doesn't matter.
0: He looks like. So, the thing that Post Malone, and you can fucking quote me on this, you could say it to his face that I said it. I don't give a shit. Post Malone looks like the kid who spent. All $100 that he got for Christmas in the temporary tattoo machine uh, at, at the fucking yeah. grocery store. And he's still eight years old and still fun-loving and happy and goofy. And he just has covered himself in all $100 worth of those fucking temporary tattoo sheets. Head to toe. Yeah. That's yeah. what he gives. But you know that there's some reason he's got fucking stay away tattooed on his forehead with a barbed wire crown. And you know, like I don't think post Malone, I bet you post Malone has dealt with some shit, some real hard shit or else he wouldn't write the music that he writes. Uh, Yeah. That's like, you know that he is just genuinely a good guy who's been through some shit and he's, showing that in his body modifications, but he's now in a much better place yeah. because of the shit he's doing.
1: I'm actually so glad you brought him up because we could have so easily left that and just shat on people with like dumb tattoos
2: uh-huh.
1: and left it at that and made ourselves look like probably a bit ignorant uh, as a result. But yo, that's totally true. And it, yo, just be a cool person. It yeah. doesn't matter if you do MMA. It doesn't matter if you do any of that shit. Like, I hate I. When we were saying that shit about all that, you know, the MMA fighters being dickheads and mm. people with dumb tattoos being stupid and that, we just we just don't like bad people. Right. <laughs> really is what it equates to.
0: And it exudes like just from um,
1: being. You know, I'm going yeah. yeah, yeah. Just exude. Yeah, you've got, you got inner light. It's gonna shine on those around you. Right. Uh, I'm gonna take a hard pivot then. Because right. we were, talk- I had a, I had the most random thought when you we were talking about Logan Paul uh, joining the WWE. Uh. Now, you know, I think this was more of a thing in the '90s. So I remember there was WCW had a kiss wrestler, for example,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and themed wrestlers. Now, so I'm not talking about a celebrity wrestling themselves. But here's a question I'll give to you and I'll, uh, I'll think about my answer to this. I've, not, I've genuinely not thought about this ahead of time. I've not got an answer for it. But, right, so if you could see... So I'm talking about the Demon who was a Kiss-themed wrestler. Okay. If you could see a themed wrestler about, that, that was themed after any celebrity or fictional character in like the WWE, who, what would you choose?
0: Oh, fuck.
1: I think that's a good question. So like any like you you know what I mean, and not the person themselves. It's like someone based off that person.
0: Dude, I don't. I don't know. I think
1: I would like. Well, no, no. I was going to say Fred Durst would be a good one, but then,
0: <laughs>
1: but like I feel like that's like half the roster right (laughs) um like keep rolling rolling um morrissey would be a good one Mm. or i or i I know it's such a big question so it's hard to answer (sighs) or or here's a good meta one like not the rock but a themed wrestler after, like, the actor Dwayne The Rock Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of The Rock, because I think that would look... And so it's just, like, he comes out to, like, the the Moana theme and, like...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Rockception?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes out to the Moana theme instead and he's just, like, smiling.
0: It's it's The Rock when he's, like, hanging out and playing with his kids.
1: Yeah, and it's like, can you smell what the rock is cleaning? Right. <laughs> Instead. It's uh, him just, uh, like, and,
0: in the garden, like, it's a video of him in the garden just, like, shoveling out with a little trowel and, like, planting a plant and then getting up yeah, and he's just, like, yeah. snapping a board over his thigh. <laughs> he,
1: he, like, goes into the ring and takes a selfie with the ref and his, like, kid who's been waiting for it for a year. Right. <laughs> <And> so... <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <Dude>. <laughs> you finish a move you get sucked into his jumanji board and that's it
0: i would like to see like a like a comedian like a will ferrell or an adam sandler
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: because it, they're they're just they're funny guys that's that's their whole bit that's their whole whole feeling but then Out of nowhere, they pull off some fucking crazy ass move and it ends with like a dick joke or a fart joke. Like that, their finisher involves something like that.
1: Yeah, well, Adam Sandler just goes, Embrace the good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or, uh, or, uh, some fucking Happy Gilmore reference.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, give it.
0: Uh, go get him Chubbs go get him and then like
1: fucking the ghost <laughs> of Chubbs comes out.
0: Oh my god.
1: Um, I'd love to uh, like Paris Hilton, maybe like Paris oh, hit them.
0: Fuck.
1: She like she like unleashes a chihuahua on you,
0: dude. Paris Hilton though, I bet you that if she had to. Uh, she could scrap.
1: Yo, yeah, but she she ain't. Yo, you better hope it's no disqualifications because all right, she is pulling your hair out, man.
0: Oh, dude, A fistful of hair and just yanking.
1: Seriously, honest to god, you know she's she's putting clumps of your hair into her handbag on the way out. <laughs> honest to god.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. God, I'd love to see Tom Holland up there. The <laughs> Tom Holland theme. Uh, <laughs> Get a press conference together,
0: Zendaya. <laughs> uh. I would like to see... Um, I know this is just kind of out of nowhere, but there's a train of thought that's led me down this path. Like um like a a blues like a, like a Robert Johnson type
1: Robert Johnson
0: Just like they <laughs> they walk in fucking carry a guitar just like a fucking like wooden chair and they sit down in the ring and they just start fucking plucking plucking a tune uh, and
1: everyone cries
0: While the shit talk is going on? Yeah. He just starts singing a song shit talking him back.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Just <laughs> Oh my god Just
0: chill as fuck while the other's up there Just fucking like pointing fingers And yelling and like flexing and shit And he's just Sitting there just Plucking along Nothing too great and then just suddenly just Boom (laughs) Ah Yeah
1: it's just like the uh, Oh fuck (laughs) The list is endless Just imagine that like a blues wrestler Like Thank you very much. <laughs> I want to talk to the new Ultimate Warrior right now. <laughs> Dude, your talk is big but your talk is cheap. I used to be able to buy it for a buck fifty down the dollar store. Damn, things have changed since then. Uh <sighs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I had so much more to say uh, That was a random uh, blues backing track So it's uh, free from DMCA
0: Beautiful uh, I was thinking about you I don't think any of So Robert Johnson Dude I fucking So listeners of the pod Will know that I do have a, a Love of blues and And Jazz and stuff And my brain is now just swirling around uh, Robert Johnson Um, He only had the He only had uh, the one album That actually got laid down But he had a lot of other songs That he did
1: Right, Um, yeah uh,
0: And I wish I fucking wish That his music was public domain
1: Right uh, yeah. There's probably some out there.
0: I'm sure. But do
1: uh, it because this is what a lot of people don't understand. Blues and jazz, especially jazz. The parameters of how those songs are written and released are mad different to mm-hmm. pop music or rock music or any of those things. Uh huh. But please carry on.
0: I love. I absolutely love That so much, like, Robert Johnson, I want to say was, is the most popular musician from his era that talked about occult shit and referenced hoodoo and voodoo and shit like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, right.
0: I fucking love that. Like
1: blues, yeah, blues has a good history of that, right? mm -hmm. This whole he did a deal with the devil to play guitar that way,
0: yeah. And so cool. Well, so the for people who don't know Robert Johnson, if you look up Robert Johnson's music, uh, some of his most popular songs, Crossroad Blues come on in my kitchen, hellhound on my trail. Like, these are Traveling Riverside Blues. All of these songs reference occult stuff. And I'm a a white woman who is uh, a millennial. So I like true crime and occult shit. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Right. But the the whole deal is that (sighs) Uh, it said that Robert Johnson went down to the crossroads, sold his soul, and that's how he became a very famous Delta blues guitarist. He wasn't a great singer, he wasn't a, a great musician, but then he suddenly had this great ability to play the blues. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the the full myth is that he was a lazy womanizer who couldn't play very a funny wick. story. Yeah, until he went to the crossroads of Route forty nine and sixty one and made a deal with the devil to exchange his soul for the ability to play great blues, and he was able to play great for three years, and then he suddenly died. And there's actually netf- or uh, documentaries out there about. Robert Johnson and how he changed the way that the blues, like there were actual changes in the Delta blues and the blues because of Robert Johnson.
1: Yeah. And this is the, you know, heavy metal fans among us. This is the direct line Mm -hmm. because then from this, you get things like, what's it? Screaming Jay Hawkins. Yeah. Yeah. Who did that... Uh,
0: I put a spell on you. Yeah.
1: Right? And then... You also got... white people just proving that no, none of your ideas are your own.
0: Right. Well, When right. Muddy Waters came out of the same era of music, right. he started his music career three years after Robert Johnson died. And if you don't know who muddy waters is please please go look up muddy waters like there's so
1: yeah there's many, a lot to admire.
0: like you can follow a direct path and progression from robert johnson literally to the rolling stones which then leads your progression even farther into current music
1: Yeah, and you know, so you've got Screaming Jay Hawkins does that video for I Put a Spell on You, where he's wearing white face paint to look like a corpse.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: And then that goes to uh, Arthur Brown, who does that song Fire, Mm -hmm. which leads to, like, Black Metal Man. Yeah. Because they're all wearing that shit, right?
0: Yep. It's... Amazing. Oh my god, I forgot about Jack Owens. Like, and some of these Delta Blues musicians are still around. They are very old.
1: I mean, you know, uh, just blues musicians in general, right? They just seem to... Just... They're they're like rocks in the ocean, right? Mm Mm-hmm. They they're fucking indestructible. Even the stones, right? Yeah. The stones are still out there doing it.
0: Well, and do you know the history of blues music?
1: Uh, yeah. I, well, I'm in a blues band with my dad.
0: Well, uh, I should say the Delta blues
1: Delta blues. Yeah, yeah. Um, yo, look, I know. Yo, I know the crash course. Okay. So I'm not I'm not about to ex- say I could <laughs> explain it. it. You know I'm not about to mansplain something that you obviously know more than me about.
0: Well, so the Delta Blues started, and this is coming around the time, and I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it not, quick TLDR for I, people.
1: Be, be, before you start, am I right in thinking Delta Blues um, more so than? A lot of blues styles was th- there were a lot more female performers in Delta blues,
0: so uh,
1: than 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 a lot of other styles of blues or or, or music of any kind probably at that time. So, so, so you- like E. B. Thomas, uh, Bertha Lee.
0: So you you got some, but you didn't get a ton of there was a lot of women performers but it was only in big city blues you didn't find them in the shacks right. right yeah um so you didn't find them in the like you wouldn't have found a lot of female blues artists when in the same place as you were finding very Early uh, Robert Johnson's,
1: right. Okay. The women
0: were in the cities. Um, fewer women were recorded, um, but like it was, it was mostly men. So you don't find as many women. Um, but the the Delta blues, which is all comes out of the Mississippi Delta, which is just this area mm. in in the South where. Um, it was mainly guitars and harmonicas, and they a lot of these um uh, delta blues performers it was all shacks like they started getting their foothold because that's where people of color, yeah would go and hang out and they would dance they would gamble they would do their they would You know, you didn't have a lot of Mm. drummers, Mm. you didn't have bassists, really, because you could get a guitar cheap and you could get a harmonica cheap.
1: Yeah, right. So this is like, right, uh, and forgive me if I'm wrong, this is like Lead Belly, right? Yeah. You know, and uh, do do you know the story of Lead Belly? Uh,
0: I don't know if I know the full story of Lead Belly.
1: So... Uh, Led Belly, a lot of people know Led Belly um, because he was covered by uh, fucking oh, yeah. N- Nirvana, right? And, god, that guy's got an interesting story.
0: Oh my god, I'm looking at his Wikipedia page and holy shit.
1: Yeah, this guy, um, I'm trying to remember all my Lead belly facts. Lead belly is just, like, one of the... He he killed someone,
0: right? So I see there's a tab on his thing called legal issues. He was convicted of carrying a pistol and sentenced uh, to time on the Harris County chain gang. He later escaped and found work in nearby bowie county under the name walter boyd he was imprisoned on a farm for being convicted of killing a relative in a fight over a woman Mm. he was stabbed in the neck by another inmate during his second prison term um and he was pardoned and released after writing a song to the texas governor seeking his freedom yeah, as He minimum.
1: His, his name was, like, Lead Belly because he took, like, fucking, like, a shotgun shell to the stomach and survived.
0: Yeah. He, uh... And he's been... He was stabbed in the neck. And... Uh... He stabbed a man in a fight in Manhattan and in Louisiana. Like... But this was a time when you were fucking rough and tumble.
1: Yo. Like. And and to be a person of color yeah, yeah, at that, that time yeah. in America. I mean, look at the jazz greats. I mean, you've got... Uh, I'm a great lover of bebop, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, Charlie Parker. Um, I remember reading uh, an interview... With the guy, uh, God, his name escapes me. The guy who wrote the book "Requiem for a Dream."
0: Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, his name escapes me. So, please forgive me, internet. Um, God, uh, it's gonna. I got you. bother me now. Um, uh,
0: anyway, uh, Hubert Selby. Hubert Selby
1: Jr. Yeah, Hubert Selby Jr. Uh, which, by the way, as an aside. Check out that guy's writing. He uses fucking forward slashes instead of full stops sometimes. <laughs> um, really interesting writer. Anyway, he has a story about he was hooked on heroin like when Bebop was coming up. And oh, Charlie wow. Parker, Charlie Parker, one of the biggest names in Bebop, who, let's be honest, like college professors and middle class people listen to you now, where it was the it was obviously the music of the of, of the underbelly of black working class when it mm-hmm. came out. And Hubert Selby Jr. met Charlie Parker when he when Hubert Selby Jr. was hooked on heroin. He slept under the stage in this abandoned theater, oh, wow. and there was Charlie Parker, one of the greatest jazz musicians in the world, just under the floorboards of the stage doing heroin. <laughs> Unbelievable! Oh,
0: that's crazy. <laughs> Well, and looking at Led Belly, uh, so he was covered um,
1: most famously by Nirvana. Uh, yep, Nirvana unplugged. They yep. did. I think they did two songs of his. They did. Where, Where will you, you sleep last night? Yeah, definitely. And I can't can't remember if they did another one.
0: But, but. he also uh, one of the other songs. House of the Rising Sun.
1: Wow, right?
0: Like...
1: Imagine having that one under your belt. And he never lived to see that. And maybe almost for the best, because, you know, there's an ongoing debate about this stuff, and, you know, we're talking about the music of of black people getting co-opted by white Mm -hmm. people. Uh, You know, a point we made earlier... Yeah, heavy metal's coming from Delta Blues, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. You know, you can chart Robert Johnson to Black Sabbath, to yeah. the Rolling Stones. Uh, look at Elvis, for God's sake. Yeah. Um, you know, is it a good thing he never got to see white people parade his songs out and make more money off it than he ever did? I don't know.
0: Oh, Yeah. <laughs> But Uh,
1: this this isn't our argument right now,
0: right? No, but I. One thing I will say is, as you know, someone who will always love and hold all of this music sacred. I have had Robert Johnson playing rent free in my head for the past like three weeks.
1: Mm -hmm. So you've done you've done a deal with the devil,
0: uh, apparently. Uh <laughs> but like I just like sitting back and thinking about that the the slide guitar because I I keep thinking about like oh yeah, picking up and replaying my bass again and really kind of what I want to start what genre I want to fuck around with the most mm. to get back into and I ended up just kind of like my brain just slid into fucking Robert Johnson, which has no (laughs) base, but like Uh, it takes me back to my, my blues, my love for blues and jazz and, and stuff like that. And oh, funny the new generation award winner for the Robert Johnson Blues Foundation as a white kid
1: of course it is because (laughs) middle-class white people are the only people that like blues
0: anymore listen all right don't don't mm, come on now (laughs) but that's all right
1: that's not it's not a criticism of you
0: yeah i i just i love listening to so many different types of music and i know we talk about this a lot i um I was sent some tracks by someone to, to take a listen to and give my honest opinions and feedback. And as I'm listening to it, I can only compare it to other artists that I know, which I hate that. It's like, Oh yeah, no, it sounds like this band mixed with this band. And I'm like, I can't, what am I just that bad at describing (laughs) things that I just have to do some comparisons? Cause fuck.
1: (laughs) No, well it depends. If the comparison's good, then you like it, right? Yeah. But if it's someone you don't like, you just kind of nod at that person and go, Yeah, that's fine. Fair. You know, speaking out of experience. Like someone telling me that uh someone did sound like Blink one eight two and it just didn't, and I don't like Blink One Eight Two, and I just <laughs> remember being like, Oh, thank you. Right. Thank you very <laughs> much.
0: Just uh I uh Wait, what's that? Oh.
1: Is that is that you on the bass? Look in here. Wait, what's that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> now yeah. I uh
1: oh, good. I've got I've got great blues something here.
0: Nothing makes me want to sit on my balcony. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nothing makes me want to sit on my balcony more with a cigarette and and a glass (laughs) bottle of beer just to sit on my balcony in a fucking rocking Mm -hmm. chair than listening to some fucking Delta blues. (laughs) And I know exactly where. I would want oh, to I do it. That. There's a specific house that my dad has lived in off or had lived in off and on for years in my high school years. And then after, after high school and it had a couple real loose boards and one of them was broken and there was a, a fire pit off in the yard and a barn that burned down. My brother will know exactly what house I'm talking about too. Um, and I just it's it gives me the the feeling of needing to sit there and just look out at the field with just a cigarette and a and a bottle of beer and just fucking
1: no, <laughs> like, I love that
0: uh, so good i my musical uh like I've been bouncing around so much in different genres of music lately. I'll just pull up a song randomly and just like, no, I need to hear this right now. And it just sets the mood and sets the tone. And that's.
1: Oh, I wish that I was listening to Delta Blues instead of hokey 80s funk music. <laughs> making yeah. me feel like such a poser right now. Yeah, no,
0: no, 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 no. Honestly, I think that's what I needed was it just a little bit of blues for today.
1: I love that. We're saying we're we're in the rocking chair. It's season three. Listen, yeah. you set the tone, right? We're making <laughs> a deal with the devil.
0: Listen, I don't need to be thinking about making no deals with no devils. There, could you wait? Okay, so I, I want to ask this: if right. you could have it, like you, you have to make. A Deal with the devil. What are you right. making the deal for?
1: Uh, ooh.
0: what's your end of the deal? Like, what do you get?
1: I mean, uh, I'd like the correct amount of blood points um, ah! on my bill.
0: You shit, indeed,
1: indeed. no, <laughs> I uh, f- honestly a hard question. I would probably say musical success, obviously. I've been grifting. Okay. I mean, I feel like I already made that deal, and I crapped out. Because I had to... I had so much lost time after, like, the main time that I was involved with music was done. I spent so many crucial years on it and and don't get me wrong, I wouldn't change it for the world, uh, had some modicum of success. Uh, and when I say that, like, I'm not saying I was famous. I'm not saying that because, obviously, had that been the case, there would be people listening to this podcast purely <laughs> because I was in it.
2: Yeah. And
1: that, look, if that's the case, I don't know um, because you're also silent to us we don't we don't know the majority of people that listen right uh but like coming out of that even small bit of like notoriety and the how much that took out of the rest of what i was doing yo i had to work so hard to get my life back together after that right um I, again, not a bad thing. I probably ended up in a better position because I had time to think about my options. But isn't that a deal with the devil? Right. The devil is us. We make a deal with our own time, and that's the devil. But that's n- not the fun answer. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I, I really feel like that guy at the mask. The you know, the <laughs> psychologist. Right. We all wear masks, zipkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, either that, or like, I don't know, Reese's ice cream being <laughs> available—like, not, not just out of them, just out the freezer at the local store. Why don't they do that?
0: Okay. Oh.
1: Or season four of Twin Peaks. I would love to see that. <laughs> But then again, that's not really me. Like, I, you know, I guess right. this is why a deal with the devil wouldn't work with me because I just want other shit to happen that don't involve me. Right.
0: Because <laughs> that's, that's the funny thing. Like, you know, the, the, the story is that Robert Johnson made a deal with the devil to become a talented blues musician. Not a famous blues musician. Not one of the greats. Yeah. To be talented. Talent does not equal fame.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, which is more admirable than him asking for fame. I get that.
0: And right,
1: so, right, I'm Robert Johnson. Let's see. Hey, devil. <laughs> hey. Can, can I get... Uh, this is definitely not how he speaks. You? Can I get some... Uh, Can I get some blues, chaps? Sure thing, Robert. I'm the devil.
0: Podcast,
1: I don't um know, but right. that
0: was oh so i because like I'm,
1: s- I'm editing that by the way
0: oh please so. don't
1: oh uh, well, robert johnson of course i'll give you a bloody deal <laughs> <laughs> and what can i do for you ginger snap 67 i bet the devil can do a little bit of dothal damage to you
0: i mean the only thing that i think I think I would really, my biggest concern and the one thing that would always make me feel better as a stable and consistent place to live. That is literally, because I, if I find a space that I'm happy and I'm comfortable in, fuck it. I'm, I'm good. But I lived with the biggest fear of that getting that rug getting pulled out from underneath me.
1: Right. Like because the, you've been there, right?
0: Yeah. And that is because I can make anything else work. I can figure out everything else as long as I have a roof. And even without a roof, I figured things out. But the the feeling of having something stable and consistent, how I went from not sleeping to actually sleeping. And I was sleeping on the floor. Mm. I put down box springs and put a mattress that was not the same size on the floor and slept for months. When I started my streaming career, my bed was on the floor, no bed frame.
1: <laughs> right, right. Like, yeah, I, that's like like every single guy listening to this podcast has the same bed setup right now.
0: Yeah, I had a king size box springs and a, on a with a queen size mattress on top. No bed frame underneath it, laying on the floor. At like, I had crammed a 750-square-foot apartment and maybe a 200-square-foot bedroom. like. And I made it fucking work. I'll make anything work. As long as I have a nice, comfortable place to dwell, that would be the one thing I would make a deal with the devil for. I'll figure everything right. else out. But the funny answer is... You know, mid tier, high level fame. Because with fame comes monies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Well, and we all want it. Give us yeah. your fucking money. I know you're listening, Bezos.
0: <laughs> give it to. Give me your money, step daddy Bezos. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't like. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, man, I don't need, I don't, I want, I want for a lot of things. I need for very little. And I would, like, I, I can't imagine actually, it came down to it, selling my soul to the devil and going, I want this. <laughs> like.
1: Yeah. All right. I'm actually getting a call right now. All right. What's that? <laughs> Uh, yeah, who's there? Who's there? It's me, the ruddy devil. (laughs) (laughs) Ginger Slap 67. Why, you've been on my list for some bloody time.
0: Bring it, bitch.
1: (laughs) Want a stable place to live, do you? Well, hell's not going anywhere.
0: <laughs> I'm already on the way. Fuck off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, it's a, yeah.
0: I, I jumped in the fucking basket on the bicycle ride to hell. It was just like, let's go, bitch.
2: Yeah,
0: Wow! <laughs> just singing Disturbed on the way down.
2: Wow! <laughs> oh, oh,
1: oh. We don't like that kind of that kind of thing down here in now
0: <laughs>
1: we just played the Dora Explorer theme tune on loop
0: I mean I've heard worse it's fine yeah.
1: yeah, that's not so bad uh, how dare you say that <laughs> that's not so bad like you could cope with that was it like it's, it's probably like a minute and a half just in a constant loop for eternity
0: I mean I I have a kid sister so <laughs> I'm very yeah. used to that <laughs>
1: Okay. It turns out hell's just having people not pay attention to you when you're, like, doing a real cool trick in the garden. (laughs) Right. Like a tennis ball. (laughs) Look how high I can throw it, man. (laughs) The devil's like, they're too busy looking at your little sister, aren't they? (laughs) Come here. Come play with the bloody devil. Why don't you? I love that
0: this is the the voice you've given
1: to the devil it's all right come on (laughs) hey it's me the ruddy devil isn't it why don't you why don't you start teaching science in christian classrooms why don't
0: you i mean (laughs) i bet though
1: (laughs) oh god don't god don't like it when you talk about geology and the age of the world it's <laughs> me, the ratty devil I know I'm a naughty bagger, aren't I? <laughs> Robert Johnson, no, he was all right. Gave look, I gave him everything he fucking got. I'm fucking devil, ain't I? I
0: love <laughs> I love this version of the devil. I imagine yeah. that he's uh about five one and uh <laughs> just kind of yeah. dressed in, like, a, a polo and a, yeah. and a pair of doctors. Oi,
1: <laughs> Oi my face is down here, bruv. It's not a fucking come over, all right?
2: <laughs> oh, shit. Uh... Like,
1: I know it's hell, mate. I know it's hell. I know it ain't great. But just look at this. <laughs> It's so fucking hot down here, it's burning. The only fucking thing that can exist down here is that bit of cheese that drips down in the oven that you leave all fucking year. <laughs> it looks like a it looks like a fucking abyss nipple in the bottom. It's just mozzarella that's falling off your fucking your fucking case of deer, it?
0: <laughs> oh shit. Uh
1: Yeah, I'd love to, like, all the Devil's Minions are just those, like, bubbles of cheese that have dripped in your oven that you've never cleaned out. Oh, that's
0: fantastic. With, like, faces on, like, (laughs) That's fantastic. Oh, my God. Well, uh... Um,
1: That's my second choice of theme wrestler, by the way.
0: Oh, my God. The fucking
1: burnt-in cheese bubble. (laughs) In the bottom of the fucking oven. We've all seen it. Mm. And we've all left it there. You know when you're just looking at your grill and you just go like, fuck you, buddy. I'm burning till are you're, you're burning until you're like at the atomic level.
0: Right. Uh, Alright. Do you, my good sir, I asked you a question. What if we uh, jump into uh, listener questions? Because we have some.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let the people decide.
0: Because we've got questions okay. from patrons as well as regular listeners. And it makes me happy.
1: You know what? I love that. Thank you, guys.
0: Yes. Uh, our, uh, you know, it's... We've been doing the podcast for a year. And we're getting unique questions still.
1: And yeah, I love it. Yeah, which is... Yeah, which is crazy.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: um oh, Thank you for all the people that don't ask questions like why why are you doing this? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Right. Uh you know, we get we get answers that that are or we get questions that are, you know, like hypotheticals. But we also get, like, deep questions or questions about preferences or, you know, things that people are just genuinely curious about. And it's nice. <laughs> like,
1: you yeah. And um, we'll take them all. Yeah. You know? Mm. Ugh, I had more to say on that, but the- <laughs> I know. You just fucking, yo, it, it, a year on and you do. you know, to be a podcaster, you need to be a pretty good at uh, talking. You need to be a good talker. <laughs> and through this last calendar year, I've started to think, maybe not as good as talking as I thought I was. <laughs> you listen to this shit, You know, a good talker does not um and ah this much.
0: I mean, here's the deal. Uh, somebody who talks a lot <laughs> and it's their job. Yeah. They say good salespeople don't say, um, and, you know, they finish their sentences. Excuse me, I was a seven figure salesperson for the retail chain that I worked for. And I talked just like I do right now. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So- yeah. Okay, fair enough.
1: I would say a good thinker maybe says, ah, uh, because they're thinking before they fucking speak
0: facts but
1: not that we show much evidence of that either but uh,
0: please carry on so uh questions from the audience uh patrons thank you for always submitting questions absolutely love and adore you guys uh Mm. i think we'll start with um We'll start with a potentially controversial question from uh, Tim Plays Base. My what God. is the correct way to cut a pizza, like uh, pizza pie or square cut?
1: Uh, uh, pretty obvious answer for me here. Uh, look, if it's a circular pizza, pie cut that shit. All day long, slice. You're picking up that slice. It just seems fucking obvious to me. You do that, but then you get these like artisan pizzas that probably piss off Italians to no end. That are like, you know, like oblongs. (laughs) You square, you square, you square cutting the oblong. But like, I don't see why you would square cut the the, you know the standard pizza because like. what what are you what are you gaining from that? Apart from, you, what are you doing? Are you eating it with a knife and fork? Because if you are, then uh, you need therapy, my friend. <laughs>
0: uh, so if it's a flatbread, you square cut that bitch. I don't care if it's a circular pizza or not.
1: If it's a flatbread, yeah, but that right, or a okay, right? Thin crust, right. A thin crust pizza. A th- so it's what circular or not?
0: Circular, or not if it's a thin crust or a flatbread, you square cut that bitch.
1: First of all, you can't pie cut it. But first of all, I've been to Naples, right? (laughs) (laughs) And that shit you're talking about, someone in Naples would just tell you that is not a pizza. Or some guy from Brooklyn on like a a Vice documentary would go, "Uh, It's good. I, I know it's good, but it's not pizza.
0: See, I... What you've
1: got there is focaccia.
0: See, I'm a... I, there's a specific pizza place, and Tim knows exactly the pizza that I'm talking about, that I grew up eating, and I want to say uh, that all of their pizzas were flatbreads, I right. got flat that were thin crust pizzas, so they were, you know, nice thin crust, and it was uh, the smaller circular pepperonis, and that bitch was fucking covered. There was no pepperoni overlap, no nothing. And yeah. they square cut their pizza. And so I... Like,
1: it looks like it's got a load of little eyes on it, that's the Junji Ito pie, everybody.
0: Dude, it... You can barely see cheese, there's so much fucking pepperoni on this pizza.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: And it, oh, that, like, I can right. v- distinctly remember standing in my dad's kitchen eating the square cut. Right,
1: right. Well, uh, you look, a square pizza. if the pizza is square, I'd have, what is it, the gra- the grandma slice, they call it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You've come across that, right? You've got some barrows over there, I know. Yes. Um, <laughs> The grandma slice, or the Detroit slice mm-hmm. is square i believe detroit pizza is square
0: i don't know if Detroit's, am i right there? Is
1: detroit style square detroit style is like chicago isn't it so uh. it's sauce on top and but i think the 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 major difference between detroit and chicago is is that the detroit is square yeah New, so, I should not be telling you this, by the way. As someone from the fucking UK.
0: <laughs> so Detroit style isn't always sauce on top. New York style yeah. is is sauce on top, but Detroit style is not always.
1: So I uh, the uh, I've a had square. a couple of De- so I've never been to Detroit. So that first first and foremost, New York is not sauce on top. They would kill
0: you. No. Absolutely.
1: So, but they've got the the grandma. So, in New York, the square pizza is the grandma pizza. That's my belief. Mm-hmm. So, wait, I'm googling Detroit. So, yeah, not always sauce on top. The Detroit style slice I had was, it was fucking delicious. By the way, um, I will say, Detroit is square. Yes. Yeah. Very bready. It's like the Chicago pizza, except the crust is, like, quite thin on the outside. Mm,
2: mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I've had a couple of these. Um, Sicilian pizza is square, but that's what the New Yorkers call the grandma slice, right? Yeah. As you know, I lived in Sicily for a little while. Um, sorry to the New Yorkers out there. Sicilians don't eat that in Sicily. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, they do not. Uh, that's an American Sicilian. Uh, what I'm saying is, a round pie. Just cut it into pie slices. What well, I don't understand, square enough that I, because some slices are just going to be better than others. I prefer the uniformity of it.
0: So here's my my thing. Is if the crust is too thin to support a, a uh, pie-sliced slice, you have right. to square-cut it.
1: I'm going to say, if the crust is too thin on a round pizza to support the slice, I'm asking for my money back.
0: uh, I enjoy... I enjoy a thin crust because I've had pizzas that the crust was a, a normal size crust or like a normal thickness crust, and it was burnt toppings, raw dough in the middle. Yo,
1: yeah, I get you, but come and, on, that yo, that that that's on that place.
0: But it happens a- enough. And there's too much bread. I fill up on the fucking bread of the yeah, pizza. Look,
1: look, I don't love the bread, okay? <sighs> I am mean, gonna. I'll say, I don't love a fuckload of bread. I'm not like, you know, I'm not an animal out here.
0: Right. I...
1: But it needs, a, it needs a little bit. I had a thin crust uh, maybe a few days ago. Mm-hmm. And that shit was so thin, it was like eating a pizza cracker. <laughs> that shit is off the menu, by the way. It, shit. <laughs> it needs something. It's not a pizza.
0: Yeah. There...
1: A, a, a pizza needs three ingredients, right? It needs bread, it needs sauce, and it needs cheese. Mm-hmm. Or, well, uh, or maybe it doesn't need cheese. I don't know. Uh,. But, fuck, you know, it needs bread. It doesn't need a cracker. It, a flatbread pizza is a quesadilla. And that's a, a different... That's a different cuisine altogether.
0: So, I was... Uh, there's a, a whole series of events that led me to, to this. But there's... So... I looked up the... Place that I used to go to, uh, in high school, uh, and get a the only place it like locally it was one of the only places I had ever seen Stromboli's made this way, right? Um, and I remember going to this place, and it's been a long-standing place. They have been flooded out many times uh because it there's a canal system that runs through there. Um but a right. dude I went to high school with just bought this uh this long standing uh cafe that did pizzas and stromboli and you used to go to clays mm. and and do do all this stuff. Well clays was another one of those places that had just like a food that I've never found anywhere, anywhere else. Um, but Josh was this kid that played sax in marching band and he was the only like openly out gay kid that I really right. knew in high school. And, uh, he, uh, he bought Clay's cafe
1: Oh, wow.
0: And he's also a flight attendant and a real estate agent and all this stuff. Well, like, it, this is absolutely fucking crazy to me. Uh, like, I'm just having this moment going down memory lane. So my brother will know, like, all these places and anybody that knows where I kind of grew up. Um, Like... The food in Ohio is just slightly different than everywhere else in the world, it feels <laughs> like.
1: Not the only thing.
0: Uh, It's just, it's so fucking weird. I never, never expected that. Uh, can, I
1: I, a, can I go down to Ohio and start a pizza place called Hawthorne Slice?
0: Oh my god, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, but. Yeah, no. So I. Controversial yet brave opinion for me is that if it's a if it's a flatbread or it can't support the weight of your pizza because your pizza is too large. Uh, pie cru- or square cut that bitch. Otherwise, pie cut. Moving, okay. moving on from my opinions. <laughs>
1: um. Hot take, I went to Venice this year. As uh, people will know, hot take, pizza. You know, people like P- pizza in Italy. It's going to be great. Venice had some of the worst pizza I've ever eaten in my life quite consistently.
0: I was going to say, I feel like Italians either love pizza or hate pizza. And they treat it accordingly.
1: Pizza is safe. And Venice is not safe. So don't order it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair.
1: Especially you. that that shit is bready as fuck. Oh. It's like bread before it, like everything else. God. Some terror. In fact, like food in Venice. I I have been all over Italy, from Rome to Naples to Sicily to Pompeii to Florence, uh, Venice. Uh, Venice. uh, always eat well in Italy food capital it's it's, uh, the global cuisine, Italian food right Mm -hmm. food in Venice sucked
2: (laughs) 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 It, it, it,
1: it was like the most disappointing thing was arriving in Venice this most beautiful place, I cannot wait to have a meal I had one memorably good meal the whole time I was there Oh. And that, you know, when you're someone seasoned in going to Italy quite regularly, you know that uh, that is a big part of the trip, is how good the food is. Oh. Venice, absolute dog shit. And I think I shared that fo- photo with you of me and Mrs Knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the most beautiful meal out by the canal. Oh. <sighs> Oh my god, so good, but jeez, most yeah. disappointing. Most
0: disappointing. That sucks. Well, yeah.
1: So, so Venetians, fuck you. <laughs>
0: <they're cool. laughs> well, let me. I'm gonna knock this this guest question yeah. <laughs> out of the way. I
1: did not I did not expect that to have the legs hit. I'm so sorry.
0: No, um, that's okay. Uh, let's let's we're gonna circle back to the podcast. And then we're going to get back into the chaos. So uh, ADHD toaster or uh, bread-based appliance, as he is in Discord, uh, asks, what are you Mm. both looking forward to the most this season? Any special events, celebrity guest appearances that Druid knows? Is Mick finally coming on the podcast? (laughs) Mick? I asked him the same. I went, Mick? And he went, Jagger? Duh. Uh. (laughs)
1: He's already fucking here. <laughs> Why aren't you shut it up? <laughs> I mean, fucking He's already he's already unwillingly made and we've already talked about it, he's been now. here the whole time. <laughs> fucking lit listen to Fatty Robert Johnson. Oh, I love it. <laughs>
0: No, I mean, so what are you looking forward to the most this season?
1: So, first things first, let's get this out of the way. We we took time off. Mm-hmm. We haven't taken that much time off. A few weeks? Yeah. A few weeks ago. Uh I'm looking forward to getting back. I love doing it. I love having that time out in my week where we just... Throw down, chill out, get to know people. Mm-hmm. I look forward to that being part of my schedule. And we, we didn't cut it out for long. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing just knowing you've not got that coming up. It, it, you, yo, we've got to rest it up now and again. Yeah, We have to. Uh, mm-hmm. It'll get stale for you, it'll get stale for us. But not having that shit in my calendar then, that, you know, I missed it. And I look forward to looking forward to it again. That's the first thing. And, you know, I I can't say what I look... We don't know what's coming yet. We don't have, like, a a grand plan for this shit. Uh, If you told me... When we started Season 2, if you told me we'd have someone like Roy Malloy on... Right. uh, I would have said that's what I was looking forward to, but I didn't know that was coming. So I... I look forward to that moment where that thing that I don't expect every season we get it something that I don't expect happens. I'm looking forward to that.
0: Yeah. I uh I'm looking forward to uh, any amount of chaos and shenanigans and jokes that we get to that we get to create. I mm. I'm hoping that within the next 4 months i'm putting my feet on british soil i'm hoping yeah i don't know if yeah. financially i can swing it just yet but like that's that's something that i'm desperately like fucking ready for um
1: yeah honestly the de- you know we can't. We don't know if it's happening in season three. We don't know when yet. Mm-hmm. You know, we said at the time because I think was it season one we were still talking about this. We
0: well we joked and we referenced literally after their our first couple episodes recording those. I was looking up the cost of mm. taking the trip, like just for shits and gigs, and now because it was. December, so it was early stages of season two, I think.
1: Yeah, I, in fact, I think we spoke about it, the fact that we reached that goal that we were going to do it, mm-hmm. and spoke in between, and then spoke about it maybe on the first episode.
0: Yeah, just because or, or certainly,
1: if not because we recorded that out of sequence, certainly it was the first recorded yep. episode we were talking about that.
0: Yeah, because I. I mean, I've made some large financial moves for myself this year, and I I had to get myself right before I could even justify (laughs) Mm. planning a trip to the fucking, you know, across the pond, as it were. But, I mean, I'm excited for that whenever it happens, but we also have uh, another live episode that we have to do yeah um
1: yeah so that'll be coming I guess fairly soon
0: yeah we're uh and to to give the listeners as long as this comes out in time uh we're doing a a live telethon basically,
1: yeah,
2: and, yeah,
0: uh, where you pop in a discord you 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 can either pop in a discord or submit a written question and you just ask us questions we talk about whatever. Uh, and that's what we're, you know, that's something that's, that's coming. We, trust me, it is not lost that <laughs> we were, we were going to do this. So yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: that, yeah, a hundred percent. Like, look, there've been, these things have been stretch goals in, in a like charity events and subathons and you guys have put your money towards it. Uh, look, uh, you know, I wish we could do everything tomorrow, uh, straight away. But like with Ginger and I, there's just that—you know, there's a time difference. There's always different factors. There's so much moving in our lives. Like it's coming, uh, but you know, just bear with us. And yeah. We thank you for the support. But it's coming. It is coming.
0: Well, and I think people understand that as as smaller creators who aren't, you know, we, I run a small business in my streaming, YouTube podcasting, all of this. Mm. For me, this is a small business and it is multiple revenue streams that I have to manage, figure out taxes for.
2: Mm.
0: I've got to pay out Druid. (laughs) I've got to pay invoices for services that I get done because, like, the uh, yeah <laughs> money and the merch money, we we split it. It doesn't just come to me. It doesn't just go to him. We split it.
1: Yeah, hundred percent down the middle. As yeah, well.
0: it's it's fifty yeah. fifty, and you know we don't. You know we are very. I try to be very open and transparent about stuff, but like I'm managing my own finances. I'm managing stream expenses. I'm managing work stuff. Like it's just it's it's a lot and any mm. I'm not someone like a Ludwig who's just got sponsors just fucking knocking at the door and you know is getting
2: mm. you know hundreds mm. of
0: dollars tipped to him every stream. Just for you know, people wanting a bit of attention or to see their name pop across yeah. the stream, like yeah, that's you know, we're just not there. So just an impromptu trip that like that takes a lot of yo, money and planning.
1: Yeah, and yo, gosh, you know we've been at this a year. We're obviously we we're good friends, mm-hmm. and just yo, you guys are giving us the opportunity by donating that money to keep those interactions going, one day meeting each other, which I oh, can't wait. We, yes. I mean, at this point, you know, most of the year, at least once a week, we're here for hours doing yeah. this. Uh, if you at home want to make that happen a little bit more, we're not asking for the world. You could. We're not asking for anything. You don't have to give us anything. We do this because we love it. Yeah. And if it becomes anything yeah. other than that, I think something would be lost in that. Yep. But if you want to help that uh, happen quicker, you know, there's things you can do. You can go onto Patreon, you can buy some merch. It, mm-hmm. it all goes to getting us quicker, yeah. even if it's not going into a pot for the podcast, where we're saving up podcast money. Mm-hmm. It makes us feel like a bit more financially comfortable and yeah. a bit more able to like start having uh, some of that. Like, you know, more disposable income. But mm-hmm. please, don't feel that you've got to give us money.
0: Well, <laughs> gi- give me enough money that when I get over there, I can buy two White Claws, and I can make him shotgun a White Claw with me. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, pfft, ow, I, I won't take that much cajoling to do that. <laughs> it's absolutely fine.
0: Uh, but no, I mean, it's... The in-person... Absolutely. You know, it's it's something that I literally sit and I think about and I actually have uh people in my life who go, So when are you going?
1: <laughs> really? Like,
0: yeah. I I have people who are so excited for me and they they want to live vicariously <laughs> through me. And I'm yeah.
1: like,
0: you know, man, I well, I don't I think a, I don't know.
1: I think I think it's only right we do a little video when it happens,
0: oh, absolutely.
1: we gotta do a little video diary of that, yes, yeah,
0: so I just i think uh I think it's gonna be like I'm excited for that. I'm excited for our telethon. I'm excited mm-hmm. just the the list of of guests, potential guests uh and the just knowing kind of who we are and what we do and the just the folks that we know, it just, it, there's so, so many possibilities for so much chaos. And I, for one, I'm so fucking ready for it.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's always a blast. As for the part of the question that, uh, it refers to me bringing in celebrity guests, uh no no <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any who uh, it, it we we made a big hoo ha about Roy Malloy coming on um where where do you think my address book is going after that
0: I uh, see <laughs> I think funny. it was more of this that was more of a setup for the Mick, the Mick. the
1: Mick Jagger yeah. the Mick Jagger which celebrity guest will I bring on and I'm like, here's Gilbert Godfrey on the podcast.
0: Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm dead, but I still made it to Ginger Talks. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Um, who else could we have on? <laughs> um, hello, I'm Tiger with TT, and uh, this is Ginger Talks <laughs> Podcast. <laughs>
0: Oh God!
1: Mm. Hello, I'm Christian Bale, and this is the Ginger Talks podcast.
0: Do I feel like Christian Bale would be just the weirdest? <laughs> Think about it. That man is a fucking character actor. He's a method actor.
1: Yeah, but he's he. You know, when people get to that point of method acting, right? That it feels like they were born in like a capsule. Yeah. You know, what I mean, like, where, you watch him talk about being on Thor: Love and Thunder, and you can just see behind his eyes. He's going, "I can't believe I've done another one of these shit movies again."
0: See, it, my, my fear. But then he was, he
1: was, he was the, he was the only good thing I loved about that film, by the way.
0: See, my, my big fear is a is a method actor who is preparing for a really fucking psychotic role. <laughs>
2: Yeah right. Yeah.
0: I mean, full Jared yeah. Leto Joker, like Joaquin Phoenix, like it just the the fucking off the deep end, like American Psycho. Like I just I can't. I fucking can't.
1: <laughs> yeah, like what are they what are they doing when they're like <sighs> ordering at restaurants? Are they just being like complete fucking asshats? I'm wondering if it's just like a- after a point, it just becomes an excuse to be a dickhead.
0: Well see And get away with it. I, I was just
1: methoding. I was just methoding babe.
0: I don't think they're ordering at restaurants for themselves. I think somebody is ordering oh, fair them enough. for them. Yeah, but how, yeah, but how are
1: they treating that person?
0: Oh the the oh,
1: like assistants shit, right? and
0: stuff, they have to be compensated super well to deal with all that. Mm. Yeah,
1: right. Oh. So it, it, um Right. Side question. You're a uh, you're a PA for a major Hollywood uh, film company. Mm-hmm. Which m- method actor assignment do you want to take on the least? So you've got a like PA, an A-list star who's method acting for a film. Which star are you least looking forward to? Who don't you want to call? Who's on your, like, fucking porn actor no list?
0: Uh, Shia LaBeouf.
1: (laughs) Is he a method actor?
0: Yes. (laughs) He's so fucking method. What was it that there was that fucking war movie he was in? Um,
1: Uh, No, he's not. (laughs) He what do you method that to for, for for fucking Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull and fucking even Stevens? What a dickhead!
0: No, he's he's method as fuck. So in in uh, Fury, oh. he literally ripped out his own fucking tooth and didn't shower for months. Oh my god! Like do you know
1: what? I'm paying. I'm for Shia LaBeouf and he's ripping his tooth out in front of me. I'm like, well, guess it, guess it. Like I'm like I'm method acting as Michael Caine as Alfred. And I'm going like, you know, when in the Christopher Nolan Batman films when Alfred's just like done with his shit and he's like, Shia LaBeouf's ripping out his tooth and I'm just going, well, so I guess it will be the fucking squeezy cheese today, will it?
0: <laughs> Dude, I don't know like uh, there's a thing where like i won't if i don't have to i'm not gonna get paid there's there's not a a a dollar amount that i can tell you that makes me go yes i will pick up the tooth you just ripped out from your head and the bloody gauze from like no Mm,
1: no okay (laughs) yeah fair enough
0: like the everything that goes along with it, I'm good, fam. Thanks. Like I'm not. Mm-mm. So mm.
1: you say no to share.
0: Yeah, I'll take Christian Bale. I'll take Jared Leto. I'll take because Leto is like off the rails, but Shia LaBeouf is permanently altering his fucking body.
1: Yeah, but so is Christian Bale. I mean, that's not fair.
0: But Bale... He
1: sent the machinist, and then he did fucking vice. I mean...
0: But I'm not cleaning up uh, parts of him.
1: Yeah, yeah, but but what about Jared Leto sending, like... What what did he send to Will Smith when they did Uh, the fucking...
0: I I know he was sending, like, condoms filled with... Jesus.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, like, look, come on. And like, what's he doing to his PA?
0: Dude, I bet you he's probably doing that by himself.
1: Yeah, but what I'm saying is, what is he doing to his PA? He's sending Will Smith a condom full of his own semen.
0: Oh, yeah. but Yo,
1: what's he doing to the guy that gets his coffee?
0: I, I think that Jared Leto is going to be doing that shit on his own or having his fucking um his cult do it for yeah, him yeah he's you mean what, what, yeah he's not paying someone to do it he's got uh I uh, think his he's cult. got
1: someone he's got someone like bringing his coffee he yep. has some push mode in that shit. Yes. I think I think he's drinking that person that like shit anyway. Yep. At least Christian Bell is only doing it when he's in character. Yep, Shia LaBeouf, he's a piece of shit anyway as well. Um,
0: he's not as bad as fucking Ezra Miller though. So
1: yeah, but like, come on. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, yo, what the fuck is that? I mean, right? Ezra, you know, uh, let's not even talk about it.
0: Oh god, I can't. <laughs> uh, but like,
1: yeah.
0: it's. I think Shia LaBeouf is is one of those actors who, because he was, it was top to bottom, he was from the point he started preparing for a role until the role was done, he was in character at home, yeah. like yeah, everywhere. Yeah, but
1: that is, that is what method is, right? So if you were uh, working with Robert De Niro on Raging Bull, you were dealing with Jake LaMotta, for example. Right. Uh, but uh, but I, I, I almost think the uh, – what about that gy- Jim Carrey and Andy Kaufman? right okay. have you seen that doc- have you seen that documentary?
0: I haven't no
1: Jim and Andy well he had gotten so into being Andy Kaufman and was so like him that as a therapy exercise, they brought Andy Kaufman's family to come and meet him oh. and and have a conversation with him, and they treated it as if they were talking to like their dead father,
0: oh wow,
1: and he watch the documentary Jim and Andy it's on Netflix it's Jim Carrey method acted and this is why I'm thinking because Jim Carrey had never method acted before that Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and the performance is brilliant he does embody Andy Kaufman there is no doubt about it but this makes me think the worst person to PA for like method acting is someone doing it for the first time so it's someone that hasn't done it before Mm. That does it to the point where they don't know the fucking, they don't know the limit.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. So I'm thinking the worst person to, uh, PA for that would be, um, like Pete Davidson. Uh, and he's like meth and acting, uh, being like someone on Wall Street or something.
0: Well, the... the- and
1: he, uh, You know yeah. what I mean? And he's just trying it for the first time. And he can see how much he's getting away with because he's method acting.
0: See, I still stick with mine. And there's a reason that I haven't brought up. It's because Shia LaBeouf's mental health cannot handle method acting. Mm, mm. It doesn't end true. at cut. It ends... Two movies later, yeah, and it it, it
1: uh, I really employ to watch this documentary about Jim Carrey. Yeah, after after hearing this, because that was what he did. It just went too far, right? Yeah.
0: So I mean, like that's my that.
1: Or, or my pick is uh, Logan Paul being cast in the movie where he's playing Chris Benoit.
0: Oh fuck, dude oh
1: god <laughs> what a horrific choice uh moving on anyway moving on, uh, because, yeah
0: but no i think it's your the, not mine. the 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 i'm excited for this new season of the podcast i think we're gonna have crazy conversations like we just fucking had um <laughs> and it's yeah be, yeah it's
1: we still be, got it
0: yeah so,
1: I, I think we should move on though because yes. we've got a bunch more and time is not on our side.
0: Yes. So I'm gonna grab one from another patron, a patron, uh, Star Sundance, uh, plaid or paisley. Uh, plaid. 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 Uh, uh, I I
1: did own a paisley shirt once uh-huh. because when I yeah i like because i was making psychedelic music i remember buying a paisley shirt and i remember <laughs> it came in the mail and i was thinking how cool it was gonna look on me and i'm someone <laughs> that's been wearing plaid since fucking like the womb and i had a checkered a checkered birth um <laughs> i mean fair. I, I put that paisley shirt on i look like a dickhead <laughs> I'm sorry. I just look like I look like uh, uh, it. It just made me look like a 40 year old man going on a first date.
0: Mm. Uh.
1: And I was 19, so it's it's plaid. Plaid's timeless, right?
0: Yeah, plaid. Plaid fits uh, that like kind of grungy, punky, metally uh, feel and look that I mm. exude. Yeah. And I've always yeah. been a plaid, uh, a plaid person. Paisley, I think, uh, executed correctly is phenomenal. But Paisley is not something that I'm like. Ah, oh, yes. Let me go grab my Paisley shirt and my Paisley hanky, and like it just not it was, me.
1: Uh, honestly, quickest refund
0: <laughs> I've ever made.
1: Fuck okay. me. I was yeah. I had all these ideas of about how I was going to look like. I was bringing back the British invasion, and, and I was. Uh, It was a different kind of... It was a fashion crime invasion.
0: It was terrible. I...
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Quickest answer.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We're going to grab one from Xenos. What is the one TV show slash series that is your guilty pleasure that if anyone knew you watched would surprise everyone?
1: Um... Honestly, I find this hard to answer now because we talk about TV so much.
0: Mm-hmm. I think traditionally for you, it would have been, like, a Marvel series. But...
1: I, I've given them a go. I like Loki. Uh, there was, there's stuff to admire there. But, like, it, I, oh, would I call it a guilty pleasure? No, because when it's fucking good, it's good. But... I understand that when it's trash, it's trash. Mm-hmm. And it's just... It, it, pfft, it's 75% trash, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, watched Thor, I watched Thor Love and Thunder. It was trash. It doesn't help I don't like Guns N' Roses, and that was all over that film. <laughs> and also, it was dumb.
0: <laughs> well...
1: Yeah, it was a dumb movie. The critics agree with me, and you know, Marvel's taken a I was taking a bit of a fucking. It it it's. I'm worried that we're just as I'm like getting on board with it, we're starting to see like a slow death in front of us. <laughs> uh, but that's not answering the question, so I'll have to think. Uh, something that I Mrs. Knowledge got me watching, and I found myself not hating as much as I thought I would hate it. So this is like faint praise, isn't it? But I did not hate uh, the Netflix drama series *Virgin River*.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> have you heard seen of them? that? I've heard of it. Oh, but... oh
1: my god, it's like it's a soap opera. It's so dumb. Oh, that's but fantastic. I just... it, here was the thing about it: is that it, 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 it's it's about dumb shit. Uh, The dumbest thing about Virgin River is that there's one, you know, it's mostly about love and relationships, but you know these shows, they can't just be about that. So Mm -hmm. there's like a danger crime element in this. It's set in a small town. Uh, It's meant to be in America, but I I believe it's shot in Canada. On on some very picturesque lakes. It's about people, beautiful people falling in love with each other. La-di-da-di-da. But it has this ridiculous crime element, uh, the the danger in the small town. And I would flip out, uh, because the the danger crime element, it's a weed farm. I'm like, bruh! (laughs) Why are we worrying about a weed farm in 2022? That's bizarre. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I guess that was it. Virgin River, surprisingly... I I remember Mrs Knowledge put it on, and she was like, you're going to hate this, but (laughs) you're staying with me now, and we're watching what I want to watch, which is, like, you know, fair enough. Uh, We can do that. Um, But then I found myself maybe... I was I, I was in uh, you know I folded my arms and went <laughs> I refused to watch this for the first three episodes and then I found myself by maybe the fourth going like I hope Dark and the Mayor get together uh. I'm like what is up with me and I I became strangely gripped by Virgin River on Netflix um, uh. it's That's fucking awful And I don't know. Uh, would I say I like it? It's a it's a cop out answer because I don't even really think it's very good, or would say I like it. But I was gripped by it for, for for like a period of a few days where we binged it.
0: You know, I'm I'm actively looking through my Netflix to try to find something, and there's only a couple things that that jump out to me. Mm um but they they might not as too like i don't know but uh there's two shows that that uh kind of sit there for me and it's uh the show on Netflix called cheer and then mm-hmm. Yeah, dancing not heard of queen. that. So, cheer is about a small Texas school that um, is competing for world championship cheering. More cheerleading. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then there's another one called Dancing Queen, which is uh, actually when you read the synopsis, you go, "Oh, yeah, that's totally up her alley." But it involves dancing. Uh, but it's a actually a a world famous drag queen who owns and teaches there and like has a dancing school. In, again, Texas, uh competing for championships and shit like that. Um, this is
1: not a guilty pleasure, by the way. This is just pleasure.
0: But, like, I've watched both seasons of Cheer and was super into it. Like, that's something right. that, like, most people would never guess that I'm sitting here watching Cheer.
1: Right. right. So,
0: I mean... I feel like it would surprise people, but then again it wouldn't because I'm pretty open and honest about stuff that I watch.
1: Yeah, it's hard it's hard because it's like we we talk about this stuff quite a lot. Um I'm trying to think of what else like um what else? I'm Actually, sure I like some just cornball shit.
0: I'm looking like, at I'm- my fucking like YouTube watch history even. Because I watch and no, listen to more YouTube than anything else.
1: Yeah, that's where like, the real guilt comes out for me. Um,
0: I watch a, an absurd... I listen to a lot of uh, drama channels on, uh, on YouTube talking about things that involve my industry. I don't give a shit about family channels. I don't give a shit about most of that. But like, you know, oh, this... <laughs> this YouTube- YouTuber has done X thing That's really fucking stupid Don't fucking do this
1: <laughs> Oh yeah yeah Honest to god um, Yo Straight watchable But also cancerous to the form mm-hmm. Because Yo You remember when you remember When all this shit started right I mean, We are old enough to remember that You remember when it was just like, yo, it wasn't an innocent place because the internet used to be like a wild west where videos of people dying would just appear on your screen, like left, right, and center or some shit. But then when YouTubers started to like grow prominence, nobody was stepping on each other's toes. And I think somewhere around like maybe 2012. Or like between twenty twelve and twenty fourteen, it began to become something where they realised that, that it could, it was its own thing, and they could start commenting on themselves. Mm-hmm. Which ironically, this is what we're doing now. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah. But uh, yo, s- some channels just deal in talking about the drama. Yeah. Reacting I- to the drama. I uh, pff, yo. That is a guilty pleasure, because shit. (laughs) It's like the worst elements of high school for me.
0: So here's something that some people may not know. Uh, People will know from my Twitch channel, if they've been around for a while. I, um... I used to... Uh... Or a lot, like a lot, a lot of time, spent watching, um uh fucking um makeup videos. I can do not? a full face of makeup and I know all these different tips and tricks and all these different things.
1: Did not know that.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Still learning
1: by each other a year on this is beautiful.
0: I have a um I've actually done my roommate's makeup for big comedy shows done her hair or helped wow. her hair, uh, ironed her dress, done her makeup, given her jewelry. Like that is something that I'm actually fairly decent. I have probably $400 worth of makeup sitting in my bathroom right now. Wow. So I would say that that's more of, because I do guilty pleasure watch um makeup, stuff still from time to time so I'd say that would be it for me
1: yeah well if we're gonna go into YouTube I mean don't even start. just (laughs) put everything on the fucking app
0: I'm gonna say my channel oh my god (laughs) except for
1: Ginger Snaps' channel I love that channel
0: (laughs) it's dog shit don't look it up
1: Look it up, it's not dog shit I do not feel guilty when I watch it <laughs> Apart from uh, all the other videos I feel super guilty Okay
0: uh, yeah. But yeah I think that would be it Because I'm pretty open about the fact that I watch a lot of content yeah. that revolves around streamers And streaming And and yeah. you know that kind of stuff yeah.
1: for, You know now, If we're bringing that into it For me it's anything to do with gaming Because like I watch a shit ton of gaming shit for someone that doesn't really play that much anymore. And, you know, And I was heavy into gaming, man. Like, I know my shit, like, don't get me wrong, but, like, why Why is it like I'm so transfixed on, on watching people talk about, like, fucking oh, Fallout for four hours?
0: Now, see, before it's I a had... a time sink. All right. But before I had the faculties to, and the facilities and stuff to play video games consistently, all I did was watch gaming YouTube.
1: All right, all right, yeah. That's
0: that's how I learned about new games. I learned the stories. I got, you know, into different games, and that's how I've picked up tips and tricks when I go back and play the game that I saw a YouTuber play years ago that I fell in love with the story of that has shaped some of my choices and some of my pathing and some of these, like, story-based games and stuff. So. Yeah. It, you were Look, just now can... in an industry that's so much about gaming that you maybe don't seek it out as much.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I get that. <sighs> I
0: don't have the time.
1: I'd rather do this. Right. right? You see what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, maybe I'll... Maybe I'll get the bug uh, when I start when when I do that stream myself. Maybe I'll enjoy that. Mm-hmm. But uh, fuck, man, there's just nothing getting me excited with games at the moment. It just seems like a lot of shit.
0: Yeah, there's. <laughs> there's
1: I'm a... getting sold down the river. The the AAA games are just not doing it for me. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of wanted to play Elden Ring, but then I realised like, here's the thing with games right now is that like. Making interesting AAA titles, the the thing that seems to make them interesting is that they're inaccessible. Yeah, we we need a different set of parameters for making that shit interesting.
0: Dude, the your indie games and your non-AAA's—that is where all the good shit is right now.
1: Uh, Yeah, get yeah, get that, but like sucks. (laughs) yo, come on, you know, stop. It's the biggest media industry in the world right now. Let's stop, like, trading off the consumer. Because there's just shit. Games coming in and they're just not finished. Right.
0: Yeah. I... That's why I stay away from so many early access games. Because there's no guarantee that they will ever be finished. Yeah. I just, I don't... Because there, there was a game that I was playing that I didn't realize was early access. And then all of a sudden, there's nothing else for it. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And uh, it was just, there was, there was no more story. There's no more nothing. And I went and I looked back. And it had initially been released like three years prior and was still in early access. There was no full release. Yeah, I was like, dude. Come on.
1: Yeah, we're getting, like, they're mocking us now, guys. Uh, I'm telling you. I just fucking, this is part of it as well. I just think the industry is just not in the right place right now. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, fuck it. This is not the question we were asked, so, yeah. Cheers. But Zenos, (laughs) uh,
0: I hope that that gives you a variety of answers to your question
1: hope that uh, clears that up for you, buddy.
0: Right. So I think we got
1: and time. I know Z- Xenos is a Star Trek fan, and I just think Star Trek Enterprise is trash. There you go, Xenos. Oh, Bye. shit. Uh, <laughs> it is, I, love, I love Star Trek, so <laughs> I'm glad.
0: Uh, I think we got time for about one more. Uh, cool. So I'm going to grab one from Andy. Real Andy DeSeal. Um... If you were forced to have one horror killer on your team while the rest try oh. to kill you, who do you pick as your teammate? And he gave us a list. So we've got Freddy, Jason, Mike Myers, Candyman, Pennywise, the Thing, Pinhead, and Samara.
1: So this is a dead ball dialogue question.
0: Uh, no, actually, because there's it's not these are there's uh, people uh, in the so sorry. Aren't.
1: So I'll, I can choose any of those to be on my team.
0: Any of them are... You get to pick one that's on your team. The rest are trying to kill you.
1: Right. Right. So who have we got?
0: So we've got Freddy, Jason, Michael Myers, Candyman, Pennywise, The Thing, Pinhead, and Samara.
1: So I don't see why we want Freddie Mercury in there. (laughs) (laughs) Dale! Because he can work a crowd and get the rest to sing along.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Dale! Dale! Dale!
0: Uh, Krueger, <laughs> <You> shit! <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. oh, that guy! Uh-huh.
1: Um, wow! Shit! I don't fucking know. Um, Jason.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, I quite like Jason in that fight. Jason beat Freddy in Freddy versus Jason, if I remember right.
0: I think so. I think
1: so. Uh, oh, Pinhead is just like you know f- <laughs> come on dude. <laughs> Fucking Gojo and Ramstein for fuck's sake. <laughs> um who else we got there? Mike Myers. You you're wearing a William Shatner mask.
0: I mean, yeah, a melted Shatner mask. But I th- Yeah. You twat. I think he's my um, pick, honestly. Though,
1: really, because yeah. he was the first. He was the first slasher. Uh, no, we're missing. I th- we're missing Leatherface.
0: I, but see, it's the entire family. Mm. with Leatherface,
1: yeah, yeah with Leatherface, look, um, and this is why I, I, if I had the option to cheat code, <laughs> Konami code Leatherface into this question, I would choose Leatherface. And that is not the whole family. And I'll tell you why. It's because I've seen f- films with, um, if not almost, of these characters. And they're schlocky and fun and not deadly. They're deadly, but, like you know what I mean? It's schlock. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's fun slasher shit. The first te- Texas Chainsaw Massacre is not a very fun movie.
0: Mm-mm
1: it's quite a disturbing and scary movie so i think i would choose leatherface because he would give all of these like fake nightmare monsters a red ass as like he went after them with his genuine terror
0: yeah i just i don't know i the one that i noticed wasn't on here is is a ghostface scream yeah
1: R- R- and, R- and, but... ch- and chuck it
0: a Chucky deserve, absolutely not it. stomp that little bitch into the ground.
1: <laughs> Come on, what?
0: I I have a, a deep hatred for dolls and like mannequins and stuff.
1: That's why you need him on your team, so he's not against you. Mm-mm. 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 Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. I'm Backing off now. I'm Homer. You know that Homer Simpson Ooh. into the hedge.
0: Man, it, dude, it, you haven't seen it, but I've. Played a video game where it's literally I have to walk through a valley of doll heads, and that was just oh, that was too much.
1: I I, I just had to
0: stop the game. Uh, Fuck it! But I I
1: have I I, I have the same fear of Funko Pops. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Not genuinely. Not like I've I've only got I've got one, and it was gifted to me. It's the Big Lebowski.
0: Oh, okay. But like, fuck, yeah.
1: Goku, Super Saiyan Four, battle ravaged. <laughs> now that scares me.
0: <laughs> but I, I still think, I think, uh, I, I still like my answer of, of Michael Jason. uh eh, it's a dude in a machete or dude with a machete who, yeah, is it sneaky. He's not, like, eh.
1: That's what I love about him, though. I know exactly where he's coming from, darling.
0: But I want Michael to stalk his ass and just fucking destroy him. Uh,
1: can, I, can I just share with you um, the scariest thing I've ever seen, and it's in my bedroom right now. Oh, no. I would take this guy out. So, um, I'm trying to get a good photo of him. I'm going to lift him up. Because the floor of my bedroom's such a mess right now. I don't want you to see it. <laughs> um, I'm going to lift him up. So, for my birthday one year, I got a a gift of a small metal dog for the garden. And, uh, oh, it's time. This might not work, then. Uh, A small metal uh, dog that you can put in your garden. Okay. And uh, I named him Kevin. (laughs) And I just want to say that Kevin is the single... uh, Why... uh, It was... was Mrs Knowledge's fucking brother got it for me. Uh. Like, the first year that I knew him. And... I can't think for the life of me why anyone would get me uh, a small metal dog for the garden. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you now, this, uh, from, like, a gardening store or something, this object is the fucking scariest thing I've seen in my life. I hate it. And I've still got it because I can't get rid of it because Mrs Knowledge's fucking brother got it for
0: me. Right. He (sighs) had... He has the deadest eyes. You don't understand. No. He
1: is my pick. Oh. And I'm sorry if, Mrs Knowledge, if your brother is listening, which I hope he's not, um, <laughs> honest to God, if he's listening this far in, I mean, like, it, uh, I'll see you in the divorce. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, yo, this thing, this is what I'm taking. I'm taking Kevin, man
0: i just love that his name is kevin
1: what else was i gonna call him
0: uh, i don't know kevin's aren't really that intimidating to me most of the time <laughs> yeah
1: but that that's why he's dangerous because you don't know it's like kevin's coming right you don't know you don't you, you, you do you see my point you don't uh, know that he's going kevin's coming mike mike myers made f- the, the love guru, for fuck's sake.
0: Not that Mike Myers just ah, <laughs> <Jet.
1: laughs> yeah, baby, really good. Um this is pathetic podcasting I'm trying to oh say. Oh my it's god. To <laughs> get a photo of Kevin. Like my phone doesn't want to take a photo of him. He's that awful.
0: Oh god. It just won't let me. Why won't it let me? <laughs>
1: It just won't let me. Oh, we need to like uh, delete some files. It's like it, it 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 doesn't want it.
0: That's fucking weird. Your phone knows. It,
1: it, yo, dude, it's oh, I and and do you know what? I don't know what to do with it because I can't throw it out, so I keep it in my room.
0: That's almost more terrifying.
1: Yeah so I I've had it where like I've maybe been like slightly chemically altered and uh Kevin is just at the end of my fucking bed and I like I've literally had like I've shit myself I'm, oh, it's never going to live up to expectations it, I can't take My my phone like craps out When I'm trying it, 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 so it, cr- Do you know what's funny do, do you know what's funny is That like he, he like wiggles As well uh, when, when you try and move him he like Wiggles and it's like he, he's, he's literally like Wiggling while I'm trying to Take a photo of him and Maybe that's the problem
0: Oh god
2: Right. Right. Come on. The fuck.
1: <laughs> this is this is bad audio, but way. but like I've got to that point. You know when you get to that point where you're like so determined.
2: Mhm. Uh
1: Come on, Kevin. Come on, boy. <laughs> Oh, it's just not. <laughs> I'm going to have to give up at some point, right? Um...
0: right?
1: Why? 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 Look what he's done.
0: <laughs> broke everything.
1: Uh... Honest to God.
0: <laughs>
1: what the fuck? Can we... Alright, we'll move on. I'll send you this photo, like, another yeah. time.
0: Yes. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm... Uh, I'm taking Michael Myers with his melty Shatner mask and uh, riding that stallion into battle. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I said it that way, but I did, and I'm just going to commit. <laughs> but...
1: Ah. <laughs> i love that
0: no i you know i think this has been a, a gen this is what i expected our chaotic return to the podcast to be
1: i'm gonna level it out there to all our listeners and say that this has been one of my favorite ones of just you and i which I bodes so. well it bodes well for season three
0: yeah i uh i've enjoyed this
1: yeah, me too. Absolutely,
0: uh, what I fucking needed it. A-
1: <laughs> uh, absolutely, absolutely. I've. Uh, <laughs> everyone at home will be glad to know that I've actually managed to do it and take the photo of Kevin.
0: Oh shit!
1: So, can I get this to you? Before this becomes annoying, that's the question. Keep talking.
0: <laughs> but no, I I'm excited for the start of of season three. I'm excited for the the chaos and the shenanigans that are coming. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: And you know, we're gonna we're gonna jump back into it and just keep rolling with everything. Um, I want to take a moment. Uh, totally not stalling for time for Druid. Uh, yeah, Yeah, I want to take a moment and, uh, really, uh, thank our, our patrons. Um, you know, uh, Toast, Red, Lava, Scott, Shefta, Tim, and Star. Like, really guys, uh you guys are phenomenal um everybody yeah, who bought merch
1: they keep us they keep us fucking going i'll tell you that
0: uh, yeah like i uh, you guys supporting us uh, you know financially is huge but you guys also listen and you guys you know crack jokes and you hang out and it's it means a lot um, I know Lava is, uh, working with me on trying to give us some new things for you patrons and, uh, people who listen on the YouTube. Like, yeah, you know, we're working, I, I'm working on a bunch of stuff behind the scenes and it's, it truly does not go unnoticed. Um, and we absolutely adore you guys.
1: Uh With impunity, may I just say absolutely mm. uh, i, I it, uh, it baffles me that anyone listens to this shit as right. as much as I do, right, yeah,
0: and uh, to those of you guys who have bought merch and uh sent in pictures, I actually have one that you haven't seen. Druid that I have oh, to find
1: Really? Oh mm-hmm. please I gotta please. find it
0: um, So I've seen Photos of our shirts On humans And uh It's just fucking insane To me Um You know Leah and <laughs> I, It Andy,
1: blows my mind yeah. Honestly
0: Here we go Um But it it's uh, it's definitely like I know I like we both fucking appreciate that kind of shit and people like buying our merch and then sending us photos, like
1: yeah, seriously the coolest. <laughs> I want to see it all. Yeah, honestly, you've got if you own the merch, you've not sent us for Oh my god, look at this.
0: It's Leah, it makes me so yeah. Leah and Andy uh, and Star again and, Scott and Puke Joe, like all of you guys. Project Dog, absolutely love
1: it. Yeah, and I guess, <laughs> I guess that's all she wrote. We're gonna have to sleep Kevin off her. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's there. Just doesn't want to make himself that known. Uh, oh. For what? Yo, and if that's not adding to the mythos of who that dude is, I don't know what the fuck is.
0: Mm hmm. Oh no, he sent it! Yeah! Yes! <laughs> no! <laughs> Failed to send message! What? No!
1: Kevin! Kevin is, like, fucking me on every possible plane. This is bizarre, guys.
0: Oh, no. Ah. Fuck. (laughs) All right. Okay. Well. That's ginger. (laughs) uh, But, guys, thank you so much, everybody who's bought merch. People who visit the website, because guess what? People actually click on the fucking website that... I made.
1: I love that. Who goes to www. fucking anything?
0: Uh, dude. Ginger Oh, yeah. Yes. I love it. I fucking love it. So guys, thank you for all of the support and uh you know, happy that you guys are that you guys are coming along for this crazy ride.
1: And that it is. I mean, honest to God. Like we're a year in and it has has it for you at any point ever felt hinged because for me it hasn't.
0: Uh-uh. No, this has been uh this has been a phenomenal Phenomenal wild ride, and mm. I, I can't imagine better folks between you and our guests. I can't imagine 100%. better folks to to 100%. run this gambit with.
1: <laughs> I like that.
0: So, uh, but with that, I guess uh, we're gonna wrap up the first episode of season 3
1: We're here. Yeah. Thank you. Jeez.
0: Yeah, thank you guys so much and uh want you guys to uh have a have a good one oh. and we will uh see you in the next one.
1: Yeah. Bye-bye. Oh, wait, Ginger, what's that? What's that? What? Oh, God. What's that in your inbox? It's the only way I can do it.
0: Is this?
2: Oh.